Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 66. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George the Bone King speaking, and I'm joined by... Agent the Masterful Dude of Dudeliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most... And we are joined by... (laughs) (laughs) James, Supervillain Ramos. How are you guys doing today? I I feel like adding like the the stock scream sound effect from the girl. (laughs) Like the psycho scream? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the the thing is, I've gotten so used to adding the thundercrack. I think it's just perfect. I'm okay with the thundercrack. It's a nice introduction. Mm -hmm. He's, Um, He's always okay with the crack. (laughs) <laughs> Both kinds, you know. Oh boy. Got the got the crack in the pants. Anyway, here we go. So today's show is actually going to be an episode, a question of the week episode about our console timelines. Yes. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, and that makes total sense because we just made it up, a console timeline is basically your timeline of when you bought consoles. So like we go through your first or console when of your you were home. bought consoles. We, yeah, or well, yeah, yeah, because you know, some in the beginning you yeah. most likely were gifted them. Yeah, that makes sense. In the before time. In, in the before time, or or if you have a really cool significant other that gives consoles as gifts, like I do for mine. AOL, shout out <laughs> to myself, I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna be Would doing. Would you say it's our origin story of how we became gamers? Yeah, I, we will definitely be going over that. We will be going over the origin up until where we are now. Does an origin story only talk about how it started, or does it have to talk up until where they are now? Oh, that's a good question. I, I just thought about that, right? Like, it depends on when now is. But in terms of like when it was written, what that's is a current question time? Of the week. Yeah. Oh, fucking well, hell. How does one we, define we had, like, an origin five story? five fucking episodes like, made in the last episode, so shit, we're going to make more. Well, like, for example, just... Uh, an example I can post, if we're talking about Spider-Man when he's working at the Daily Bugle, uh-huh. then yeah, the origin story is probably everything up till that point. Uh-huh. But if we're talking about Spider-Man after he's married Mary Jane and he owns his own tech company and he has, that's not an origin story anymore. That's, but it has to be up until where that specific movie or comic established where present day is. For example, Wonder Woman uh-huh. has a present day um, opener and a closer. So that's her origin story, and we kind of skip to the end of that. Save it for the question. Yeah, we got to save this for the actual episode, but this is a good idea. We should put this down. Let's go to our (laughs) Um, recents. Before we get into any of that, let's get into our recents. All right, who wants to start out our recents? I I killed Adrian and Hunt the night before last. Fucking asshole. (laughs) He just had to get that little gloat in. So listen, he does this shit. Every time, every time. Now, now. Wait, uh, is it b- shit or a strategy? Because I don't know. Sometimes that's mixed up. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're on the same team. Uh-huh. Okay, friendly fire is on. Oh every, god! Every time, every time we're like leaving or extracting, we finish the mission or whatever. Mm-hmm. He starts popping off his gun. He starts shooting either at me or at somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I'm there, he shoots me, and I always ask, why? why? <laughs> I I never I never I never shoot back. You, I never shoot in the first place. You look up at but him. But this bastard, hands covered in blood. And, and let me Why? tell you something. Lately, <laughs> lately he's been rocking the Caldwell rival double barrel. The shotgun, he's, yeah. He's been rocking the damn Dude, double barrel what? boomstick, motherfucker. Well, if you pick a gun to just fire off for funsies, why would it be the boom the, the fucking double barrel that has two shots and you're done? But it's, like, wait, wait, wait. In my defense, first off, just so you know. <laughs> The way you say why is the reason you died that day. Because Frothy thinks it's really funny. So when I shot you the first time, so here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You don't do a lot of damage to your teammates. It doesn't do the same damage that it does to enemies. 
So I was usually, at max health. It didn't hurt that bad. Come on. Yeah, stop so, being such a baby is but essentially like, this what, is what you're I saying. do with like other of my hunt buddies is when we're extracting and we know there's no one else, mm. we'll take shots at each other just to see if we can hit each other. Because, you know, we're guys. We're not babies. Yeah, Come exactly. On, grow up, Adrian. But what happened just was. Just take a couple shots to the face. I had <laughs> shot Adrian. With and adults, our, right? And our friend. Mm. No, that was Frothy that shot you with the adults. So I had Shout shot. I had already shot Adrian. Mm-hmm. And then. Frothy thinks it's thought it was really funny the way Adrian like looks at or like goes <laughs> begs for his life. <laughs> so Frothy shot him with the dolch. Uh huh. I didn't know that. Uh huh. Because if I had known that, I would have known that he was gonna die when I shot him. But mm. when I shot him, he died. It's almost like trigger discipline like comes from somewhere. Yeah. You know, like uh-huh. you shouldn't aim guns. You shouldn't be fucking Bone around. King, I got I so fucking mad. I. <laughs> Yeah, hold on, James. You said you play Animal Crossing with with your girlfriend, right? I do. Yeah. Okay, because that kind of gameplay style reflects one of my friends. When I play Animal Crossing with her, she just goes around and digs up every flower or okay, runs see, over no, everything. I don't do Is that. Is it that level of just no. griefing shit? And it's not like, like, and it's not like I'm doing. I don't do that. Like when we're playing the game, like not uh-huh. while we're sneaking through the mission. It's literally just in that final thirty seconds. Because the way the game ends is you have to get to an extraction point. Okay. And you have to hold the extraction point for 30 seconds. And is then there a lasting the consequence for him being downed at that extraction point? Well, yes. Ah, now, you again, do it. Uh, so, again, just shooting each other is fine. Mm-hmm. But we didn't expect him to go down. So the lasting consequence on his end is that he loses a health bar, which mm-hmm. he then has to pay, I don't, depending on how many uh, health bars you lose. You have to use some of your upgrade points to get your health bar. Oh, I thought you were going to say premium two. gems. I was like, oh my god. Which is weird because you're only supposed to lose one. I don't know how he lost two <laughs> health bars. It was just so fucking pathetic. I had died earlier in the map. Oh, that's how he lost two health bars. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You didn't even pay attention to the mission. You let him die in the match and then d- well, killed that, him that, afterward that, for that, good measure. That was the bummer is that it was such a, we had we had like swept the server up until mm, that point. Mm, 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 mm. And then Adrian got mad and we all got sad. Well, it's I, I mean there's always that kind of thing where you shoot each other in like Halo or something yeah. and you're doing your co-op camp. Listen, but, but I'm fine damage. with that. I'm fine with that cuz cuz James and I with his hunt buddies. Uh-huh. So, for example, We'll like match bank with James's buddies, Frothy, Meemaw, those guys. Meemaw? <laughs> like name is your Meemaw, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Super nice guy, by the way. Uh. Um, and we'll like match bank with them. And mm. then James and I will be like trying to compete against each other and try to kill each other. Mm. That's fine. That's fine. But we're leaving. We've successfully <laughs> won. This I've already fulfilled. My anxiety is cooling down. We've made it. We're almost at the end. Nothing's going to happen. And there, lo and behold, I turn around. Bam! Why? <laughs> I mean, just I'm when sorry, you thought I just you were. pitched really hard. Pitched or peaked? You, peaked, I, peaked. I definitely pitched something. I pitched the shit fit that night. <laughs> Well, I guess we know James is the kind of person that when you get into the safe room with him and Left for Dead, he shoots you when you get in. So there you go. It's yeah, something problem. like that, I guess. No, it's only no. <laughs> You've established this now. No, again, it's only because under normal circumstances it would we be extract fine. and right. our health bar is full in the next game, so it doesn't matter. Right. No, but even in Left for Dead, when you get okay, when you make it to the safe yeah. house and one person health, is outside, no, but if even if you get died there, oh, you come right. back the next chapter right. like nothing happened. So it's it, that's fine if you do it, but it's just you, fuck it, you're shooting I get me. It. Like, <laughs> 
Uh, was that was so that, whose recent was that? I think that was James. <laughs> well, because you know, every week we talk about how we play Hunt mm-hmm. on our recents, mm-hmm. and that was the most recent thing that happened in Hunt. No, for sure. I mean, two birds with one stone. <laughs> two two zombies with one bullet. Can you do that in Hunt? Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And there you go. All right, it anything just depends else? On the I'll gun, just but continue my recents because yeah. I've only got one other yeah, thing on there. It. Is a Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Uh, I was not intent on watching it at all, and then JoJo started watching it, and the actress is cute. So I kept watching it. Anya wow. Taylor wow. Joy. Is that the only reason? No, I'm kidding. That's the only reason I sat down to watch it. Absolutely. Because here's my thing. Like uh-huh. I typically don't like, uh, like non fantasy fiction. Like I need some level of fantastical. Okay. All right. I, see I don't what you like mean. drama. I don't. That's not my thing. Right. Right. I do. So ultra realism is not yeah, really. Yeah. So what this you want, was a right. show based in uh, in the 1930s. No. 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 1960s. I think. Yeah. Uh, about a woman a kid who becomes 30s, a chess and yeah who becomes a, a chess master okay um and this, though I think I've seen something about this probably yeah, yeah it's my boy, all it's over Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. the latest biggest thing that but, Netflix uh, came out with uh but yeah so it's you know both her struggling as a someone playing chess and be a woman getting notoriety mm-hmm. as someone playing chess in what is a man's game at that time Which, because yeah. she actively like. Yeah. Like, because there were women's leagues, and she would actively be like, "No, no, no, I want to play in the men's leagues." Right. And no, 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 I don't want to play ranked. I want to play the top rank. Mm-hmm. Like, even though she had no ranking at that time, uh, which is funny because I've mentioned this in a group chat that we have. Because I forget what Anya Taylor Joy got casted in. That I was like, "Meh." Magic for New Mutants. Oh, was that it? Maybe I don't know. There was something she was casted in that mm-hmm. I was like, "Meh." She's never done anything that impresses me. Okay. Because she was in like Split and I think Glass also. Yeah, yeah, the follow Um and she's done a few other things. Nothing yeah, really right. impressed me. I'm trying me. to like picture who she was again, but I'm This sorry, yeah, yeah. impressed me. Okay. So this turned me around on her completely. I remember one of the the episodes we have like on our, our list of master lists of topics or whatever is actors that got like shunted in their first role. The like actors that got better as they got like better roles to work with. Like right. my biggest thing was was Robert Pattinson, the inspiration for that, because he's like he got Twilight and that fucked him over, but he's a really good actor, and you got to see that when they gave him more opportunities. So I wanted to do an Not episode. Only that, and nobody he hates fucking, Twilight more than Robert yeah, yeah. Pattinson. Yeah, <laughs> he no, exactly. Hates it. He fucking hates it. But remember her because bring her up next time when we do that. Oh, we she was in the Vavitch. If she was in the Vavitch, she was amazing then, because eh. Vavitch was amazing. I don't. Ah, I, well, Lindsay, I know you're, you're out there. I know you like you and I are the the Vivich stands out there. But you know what? The Vivich was a good movie, and I call it the Vivich, even though everyone calls it the. Witch. I know it is the Witch, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but yeah, she was in the Vivich. Uh, but no, this show definitely turned me around on her, and uh, her acting was phenomenal. And actually, uh, in the show, she's got red hair, and like it starts with these really weird bangs, but as the show goes on, her hairstyle gets uh, gets nicer. I guess mm-hmm. to indicate that she becoming more comfortable with herself or whatever. But there's a certain point where I looked at her and went, damn, she would have made a really good comic book accurate Mary Jane. Like Mary okay. Jane from Spider-Man. All right. No, and, I uh, mean, I've had a million casting like things, too. Like watching Stranger Things, I wanted Hooper to be Barry so, so oh, bad. Yeah. He'd be amazing. So like that that kind of video game casting is just right there. You know what I mean? Or, or any kind of thing, you know? I'm going to show you something later. But yeah, that's okay. pretty much it for my recent. Oh, I bought, uh, for the first time in a long time, I bought new comic books. Like... Fresh Prince. I'm still trying to finish mine. <laughs> Fresh Prince. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh No, yeah, I bought the three latest issues of Spider-Man. 
Which nice. Is something I haven't done in a really long time, and it was super dope. Is he? Is it like a? a re, did they reboot it? Is this a reboot no, 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 or is no, no, this no. continuing? No, no, no. This is just the three latest issues. This is okay. the most recent arc. No, because I can only imagine they reboot him constantly. No, uh, Spider-Man's never been rebooted. Really? Everything in Spider-Man's entire print history is canon, with very few exceptions that they've retconned. But he's never been rebooted. Huh. Technically, he has been if Marvel the entire universe has re- been rebooted. Because then they have the new when 52 the or something. All new, all different. Uh, Marvel Legacy. There was another one. New 52 is DC, isn't that it? Is yes, DC. that's DC. I Marvel's tried. Ha- has had, <laughs> I tried. Marvel has had, I think, three reboots for four. No, they've had trimmings where they've trimmed a lot of like history out. Mm. But they've never had a full reboot like DC has. I'm only because that explains all the clones and shit. Then it's like they couldn't oh reboot God. it; they just cloned it and started over. Like I the guess. closest thing Marvel ever had to a mainline reboot is mm-hmm. when they launched the Ultimates universe, right? And that was kind of a reboot, but at the same time, the main universe was still going on. I feel like googling how many reboots has Marvel. Had. <laughs> oh, and funnily enough, speaking of casting in Spider-Man, um, apparently you were right about Doctor Strange and the three actors for Spider-Man. They're on the IMDb. They yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's something. Look, for the longest time, David Boreanaz was on the IMDb for the Submariner movie, and that never uh, fucking happened. Uh, do you know that he played Squall in Kingdom Hearts? Yes, I did know How that. How random. <laughs> Sorry. It was perfect, though. Well, he was perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I love David. Yeah. Like he, but David Boreanaz, like, in his peak, like, at his peak physical shape, would have been a great Submariner. Mm-hmm. I even I, photoshopped it. I have it somewhere. Funnily enough, I think he'd be a great Harry Mason, too, from Silent Hill. Huh, like now? Like, well, yeah, he's older now. Yeah, it's yeah, even yeah. better, yeah. Because he, he, Harry Mason is a very simple character design. Sure. It's literally just short brown hair yeah, and a brown it's jacket. Like, a that's guy. It. It's I, a guy. I hate saying this, but it looks like, yeah, James is right. Marvel yeah. has never had a full uh, full reboot akin to DC. Right. Where mm-hmm. um has had two, Post-Crisis right. and New 52, New 52. Mm-hmm. which... But yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, but it's almost like Marvel was a little messier in that way because in order to update things, they make small changes mm-hmm. to the history. Like they clip this and put a new branch on it. Yeah, but it's as like opposed Jenga. to DC, which just like chops a whole new, chops it off and grows a whole new tree. New. Yeah, which might be smarter in the long run. I feel. I mean, it depends. I I, I think there's there's positive things about both. Like I said, sure, I like sure. that everything in Spidey's history has stayed canon for the most part. Right. But, no, the best canonicity has to be Judge Dredd. Oh, well, yeah. Judge Dredd has never had a retcon in its entire print history. It has And he ages in real time. You know what never had a retcon in its entire history? Silent Hill. And we're going to leave it there, okay? And no one will convince me otherwise. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. So, it's a lot of retcons, and I just am not a big fan of the book. Is that done with your recents? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. It was Turned fun. Into a long tangent. I'm, my bad. Uh, my recents, Hunt Showdown. We just went over that. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> I feel like we should make that a shirt of just me as a Why? dead. Just as a dead hunter. Just be with a cowboy hat dead with the words Y on top. No, okay, screen cap, <laughs> screen cap that's one the, of the dead bodies that, as they're laying down and looking up. And that's the, that's the second Hunt shirt I'm working on then. Because oh, the okay. first one I'm working on is my catchphrase. I need a med kit. If you're a shirt maker out there, <laughs> hit us up. I also played uh, Super Mario 64 because I got the three pack. Yes. Nice. Yeah. It was on sale at Costco. Do you want one? How much is a uh, five dollars off? Oh yeah! Oh, man. I thought you were gonna say five dollars. Oh, like, maybe I so, would. So fifty-five. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I have to think about it because there's some. 
because I, ha- I still have to get my copy of Spider-Man. So this it, is uh, interesting mm, with the game. Yes. It gives you the three games, right? Yes. Right. 64, Galaxy, Sunshine. But it also gives you the soundtrack to just play in the background. All right. I mean, yeah, that's very they, old school. Nintendo's that's had that. Nintendo has like these jukeboxes, but when the fuck are you going to have your like Switch on you walking around unless your case has like a specific thing for it? Well, you know what I miss? And uh, this is obviously not something that works now because no one carries around a CD player. But like <laughs> back in the day, there were several like PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. And if you put them in your CD player, it just played the soundtrack. 100%. Which was fucking dope. Symphony of the Night was one of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Two, uh, all three of the PS1 Tomb Raider games were. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. That's cool. One of them had an audio drama, and I don't remember which one it was. Interesting. But it, was, it was a straight-up extra story on it. It was fucking great. Well, by the way, really quick, just uh. talking about prepubescent James for a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you put in the two, because there's a secret scene in the Tomb Raider 1 game where, like, Lara Croft is taking a shower. Of course. Uh, and like she close, she kicks you out and closes the door. You don't see anything or whatever. The most angular shower you'll ever see. Well, no, because it, it's it's a pre-rendered scene. <laughs> it's a pre-rendered shower. So it's the rounded scene. off. Wow. Uh, Laura Croft um, for PlayStation One. They pre. Wow. That's all. Yeah, all movies were pre-rendered. In no, PlayStation I know, but 1. they actually went through the effort of yeah. making it because back then it was a way bigger deal to make a scene oh, yeah. cutscene like that. You know. Uh, but the first way I knew about that scene is because the sound from that scene plays when you put the cd in a cd player <laughs> so i'm here listening to like track six on this cd uh-huh. and all of a sudden you hear like a shower noise and like what are you doing here like all this nonsense i'm like what is this don't you think you've seen enough it's like the ferris bueller thing at the end of the cd like, what are you still, still doing here go home <laughs> go home go uh, what else I, you got? I played a little bit of Ghost Re- Recon Breakpoint. They mm. updated it even more now. They actually included uh, where now when you're solo, you can include Ghostmates. So it's ghost like... Ghostmates. Oh, no. I mean, like squad It's just mates. PC. No, but Ghostmates was the name of the fucking Smosh movie, and it was really bad. Oh, Sorry. Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that movie. I saw Ralph the Movie Maker. <laughs> Call back. Um... I played Killing Floor 2 and they No shit. They include uh I platinum that game years ago. I love Killing Floor. It's really good, but they added so, so much more content. Yeah, and they always in both of them they just keep adding it like fucking monthly. It's like, great. There's another new boss, there's more maps, there's a metro uh that's now breaking apart and showing hell, and I was like, "Oh, this is so good." And uh-huh. Um, yeah, they did like a carnival thing one year. They did a toy thing one year for Christmas. Like, um, wait, so if we've all played Killing Floor here, what are your classes? Support and uh, commando. Okay. Straight support. Straight support. Support's very helpful, but I'm gunslinger. Gunslinger mm. and melee. So, like, I'll switch between those Yeah, two. but gunslinger has, like, the coolest shit. Gunslinger is... Only Killing Floor has that kind of, like, headshot feel where it slow-mos between headshots. It makes you feel amazing. Oh, but... And it they, auto-aims. They so. added a couple of guns to support, uh-huh. and now I could do support gunslinger. Yeah, they added a lot more offensive weapons for support. They added... Uh, dual shotgun revolvers. It's actual revolvers that fire shotgun shells. That doesn't seem physically possible. They're uh, supposed they, they to exist. destroy your your wrists. Yeah, in actuality, but they do exist. It's like the thing Vincent uses in Final Fantasy. Um, one of the revolvers. Cerberus. One of the revolvers in Hunt Showdown is called a Lamat, and it's based on a real revolver. 
where it's actually a chamber of uh, I forget what its caliber is. Oh, I've seen this. With like a dozen barrels. No, it's no. got it's got like it's got uh, nine. Like I forget what their pistol caliber is. Mm. But then in the center barrel is one shotgun shell. Oh, I think I've, I've seen this guy. It looks like a almost like a flower if you look at it from the barrel. It's like it's a little bit. It's thing in the center, and then it looks yes. around. Like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that I can't imagine firing. Jesus Christ! But but in real life, now we have revolvers that fire shotgun shells. Yeah. we have revolvers that fire fifty caliber bullets. Revolvers yep. that fire shotguns. Sure. The whole thing. Just Swords. Throwing at it. <laughs> yes. You, real talk. I wanted to mod Resident Evil Four for the handgun to shoot eggs, and I never got around to it. Well, but I thought it'd be fun. Golden eggs, so it kills everything. Exactly, that's the Um, real hidden weapon. So that's it for my games, and I finally finished Stand Against Evil. Cool, cool. Three seasons, eight episodes each. I'm sad to see it go, but I'm happy that it ended in Mm. in such a like with a bow tie. It ended really well. That is how shows are supposed to end. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like, it's not supposed to continue forever into season three, four, five, six. It's supposed to have a good conclusion. Yeah, but it would have continued, but the the channel canceled it. I think it was IFC canceled it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's how it goes uh, sometimes. But the way it ended, does it has, like, a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, there's more story, but we don't need to see it like this certain character's arc. So ended. we'll inevitably will be doing it. Like it happens every single time where it's like they leave a hint for a little bit no, more. No, Bunking, it's been canceled for two years. It's over. Well, it could come back. Sure, as a comic book. I don't know. I mean, you Veronica don't know. Mars came back after a way longer hiatus than that. Right, but I don't think this one's. Isn't Dexter coming any... back? Like, yeah, it yeah. is. Is that a reboot or a continuation? It's a, a continuation. continuation. Which oh, is the weirdest thing wow, to you me. you guys said it at the same time. Well, because I was actually a really big fan of Dexter. I read the books. I've heard nothing but bad things about the ending. Because that's the thing. The show went to a different timeline than the book. The book has a completely oh, different story. The Game of Thrones did. Yeah, I guess. I don't know about Game of Thrones' book all that much, Fire and Ice, but... All I know is that the Dexter novels it were... It isn't out. Okay. That's all you need to know. Oh, okay. The Dexter books were really good, and then there's one where he doesn't know what to do, and then he finds out it's from, like, an ancient... Uh, King Solomon is the source of his evil passenger, and it's like, this is stupid, and they just retconned it for the next book. <laughs> it's just uh, so weird that retcons are even in books, to be honest. It's in all media, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so is that all your reasons? Yeah. I, think, all I right. thought it was good enough. No, well, you know what? We'll let the, we'll let the listeners decide. Write us in to see if that was a good enough At reason. Adrian MDOD on Twitter. Yeah. Tell him how pathetic. Oh, wait. And, I'm sorry. And make him ask I'm why. So- Hold on. I'm sorry. I also listened to Robots Don't Age. They did a podcast on Robert Rodriguez, and I really mm. enjoyed it. Very cool. We always want to give a nice, sweet shout out to Robot- Robots Don't Age. Uh, Maybe next time say it right. I was trying to say it cool, but I ended up tripping over my words. You were trying to say robots. Does, yes, because I robots. say robots. I always say robots, and it fucked me over. Does I'm sorry. Does re-watching something count as a recent or re-listening to something? Yeah. It doesn't always have to be a first-time experience. Oh, because in that case, I've recently started re-listening to Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, oh, cool. Is it done or something, uh, or is that still going? Is that like an ongoing show? I, had, I haven't listened in in a long time, but I'm pretty sure they uh, they don't put out new episodes anymore. Okay, because I could probably binge through them now. Like, yeah. you, you know what Welcome to Night Vale is, right? Yeah, it's, it's a radio show. 
right? I, not a real radio show. It's a podcast. Well, yeah, but it's they, a podcast that presents itself as right. like a public broadcasting show. Exactly. In a town where supernatural things happen. Right. There's a story that, yeah. that is there. It's really cool. Yeah. It's like it, it's like a modern version of an old radio play, which is all, awesome. All I know about Welcome to Night Vale is the story about Dashcon. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that's a whole other, and we can have a whole episode about like cringy internet events if you really want to. Yeah. And that's definitely the headliner where there. they robbed their, their con goers money. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and get to my recents. Um, really quick. I want to talk about, uh, the games I played. So I, we, the dude, we need to talk about something. We need to talk about something because we always like I to give. I should have packed a lunch for this. Let's yeah, go. no, this is something that if you were if you were watching the the Bone King TV stream last Saturday, uh, I happened to got I happened to have gotten a little bit upset at Code Veronica. Oh, why? Um, oh, I thought <laughs> I thought I had foreseen all of the stupid soft lock bullshit that that game has with the fire extinguisher and the fucking, all the different shit that you could do to fuck shit up. But no one warned me about the tentacles in Antarctica. Yeah, seems like your fault. Oh, oh, it seems like my fault, does it? Tell me. For somebody that checks their inventory as much as you do, oh, yeah? you should have been better prepared. Okay, oh, don't even fucking start. Tell me when you get into a new area. Don't get all fucking no, sassy no, 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 no. on me. Because here's the thing, though. Why don't you, you run away from them? I, let me tell you <laughs> how wrong you are. Here we go. <laughs> so there is a boss fight with this fucking electric pussy thing, and it basically is like Sounds like a good time. Uh, it, it is. It actually is quite uh, durable. But in any case, I That's tried Chris. to kill it. Yeah, well, when you're Chris and you're fucking shooting at this thing as it's running away from you for twenty minutes, you don't have to fight it. Well, you can run it and grab it, but then it can also just fucking stun lock you and kill you. Oh, that's cool, but you could. If you were good, you would run and grab it. We're still okay. talking about a video game, right? Yes, but I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry that I didn't have the speedrunner tactic at that moment. I was just playing the game normally, for fuck's sake. <laughs> all I'm saying is that I went in there, fought the albinoid thingamabob, wasted all my shotgun ammo for the most part, and then grabbed the crest to go use on the door. Now, knowing that I'm going to a new area, I had assumed that I would just go to the new area and find the safe bo the safe room there in the item box and use it there. So I went ahead and used the fucking emblem, which I thought there would at least be maybe like, there was a save point before that emblem door, yeah. but I thought like, hey, we're going to a new area, so there's going to be one there anyway, let me not waste a save. Because, you know, saving multiple times is bad for your rank and stuff. So like, oh, so you give a shit about your no, rank? but it's in my mind to not do that. Oh so what I did was, is I took the plane onto Antarctica, and Chris does this whole thing. Don't worry, Claire, I'm on my way. You get to the fucking hangar, you go off the catwalk, and there's a tentacle just there blocking your path. There is no other way to go. You can't go back to fucking no, Rockford you can't. Island. You have to kill it. There is literally just the plane you do came you have in on. A knife? No. Why? Why would I? I fought, I just got done fighting a boss and I had I was comfortable fighting with what I had. Dude, it makes no sense to lock you off with an ammo toll in a new area. That has never happened in a game in any Resident Evil game before. Someone brought up in the Twitch chat like, "Well, what about Resident Evil remake with the Elder Crimson zombie? If you go down there without any ammo, you're fucked. You can't leave." But here's the thing. You were collecting three books to fucking get in there, or the three masks at least, right. to get in there in the first place. You knew that when you put those masks in, a boss would happen. I had just finished fighting a boss. so I A thought, skippable or, boss. But I didn't know it was skippable, dude. And it's not like it presents itself as skippable either. I'm sorry. You wanted to say in big game text, 
you can skip this boss. Literally, also, every how many, boss Excuse is, me. What? Excuse me. Let me finish. Uh huh. Before you interrupt me. Also, how many times, Bone King? How many times did I say the knife? The knife is the most broken weapon okay. in Code Veronica. That has nothing to you do with the planning. You never unequip the knife. Okay, well, I'm sorry that I didn't know how to use the knife in Code Veronica and I treated this game like every other Resident Evil game. You shouldn't. I every used... Resident Evil game is unique. You know that. Wow, all right. The hardcore, hardcore defensive. Are you guys done yet? Oh, well, no, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll call you back in five minutes. Don't all worry. right. Uh, take a number. You're Why good. don't you just take the L and let it go? <laughs> bro, how, why are you so resistant on this? Bro, you should because know. Because there's a safe room before you go. No, you there, gone. there is not a safe room before the tentacle. You can't go and get the knife. No, my man. Before you even go to Antarctica, there's a safe room. But you, you just, just said it. But you just fight a boss. So why in the hell? Dude, all right. Get this. I beat the boss, had like three <laughs> shotgun shells left. Even if I went back to the fucking item box, why would I take out the knife to go to a new area? Or Because your the pistol. knife is OP and I should have known that in advance? That's Because I told you from beginning. Adrian, I, an, a weapon being OP is not equivalent to a weapon being necessary to progress. Not only that, but why wouldn't you replenish all your ammo? Because I was trying- Bro, why would you carry all of your ammo on you? I was going to a new area. It didn't matter. Like, that's the thing. Whenever you go- Like, let's say, for example, I'm you're sorry, going to the sewers. I'm sorry, but before I go anywhere, Resident I Evil always 2. have a full inventory. Okay. I never anticipate there's going to be ammo. I never anticipate anything like that. Not that like there's going to be ammo, Adrian. And calm down because you're getting really Me upset. Me calm down? Yes. Me calm down. Yes. Wow. Because oh, you were like, wow. you just said take the L and handle it. Like, Jesus Christ. Of course I'm going to take the L. Dude, I understand that I should have had more ammo on me. But the whole thing is that I'm trying to get across to you is that no other Resident Evil game has an ammo toll to get past something. And I'm sorry, no matter how OP the knife is in Code Veronica, or how unique every game is, it is not within regular gameplay for you to keep the knife always on you. You always want to keep as much open space as possible to carry key items. That has always been the case with Resident Evil. So, me trying to save room for a new area where I'm going to have to pick up items, that's what happened. I'm just saying no other game has had that tentacle thing and I had to restart all the way before the albinoid fight because there's no like save point at all before that before the tentacle there's a save point before you get onto the into Antarctica but it's not like it says going to a new area would you like to save like it does with Claire when you go to Antarctica with Claire it says would you like to save and there's an item box right there it, the game, it's only Chris's segment that I feel like is not super well planned. Because even in the area with Rockford Island, most of Chris's thing is about going in circles to unlock the one shortcut that can finally let you through everything. You go down the fucking thing, make an entire loop around because there's these iron gates. And you gotta use the blue key card and all this bullshit. I just think Chris's segment is a little bit not as well planned. That's the thing I wanted to talk about. That's it. So, that... That was your roundabout way of saying it's poorly designed in the second half? That was that was it. All right. Did, did, see? It had nothing to do with, like, well, you should have known that the, the knife, you should have had that on you. I don't know how many you. times like... I'm going to have to say it. The knife is the most broken weapon in the game. I never, 
take it out of my inventory. I don't even keep a handgun. That's fair. The handgun uses 10 to 12 rounds to down one zombie. Yeah, no, the zombies are durable. Best. The zombies are durable in this game. But The but, knife breaks the hitboxes of the game because sure. it is, quote unquote, poorly designed. Okay. Every Resident Evil game, yes. I immediately throw away the knife. But, I agree with you. But this is the one game. This is the one game. I literally only have the knife and maybe the grenade launcher. For All right, a boss. and that that makes. Other than that, that's it. That's Funny enough, fine. in the in the Resident Evil Two remake, mm. the knife is pretty much mandatory to do a no damage run. Well, you can't keep it. Well, unless you don't get grabbed, you know what I mean? Because you what? have to. Well, the knife is in Resident Evil Two remake. You're right. Saying, right. Yeah. You whenever you get grabbed, you have to use it as an escape. Right, but I'm just saying like. In order to do like a no damage run, like the be the only real way to get past both Nemi and the liquors without getting three or two. You, oh no, I am talking about three. About two or three. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No, I got mi I, I mixed up my numbers. I'm talking okay. about three because three has it. You can keep no. it right. There's no pick up upable knives. In no, there. it's one knife. Yeah, yeah, it's one knife in that one. Yeah, uh, yeah but you, the knife is like mandatory to get through that game with no damage. No, yeah, yeah. Because you can just stun lock the liquors. A thing, the thing is, like, and while that makes sense, like, I understand that this is your gameplay style for Code Veronica, and it makes sense, and I understand, because the handgun is kind of dog shit in, in Code Veronica. Not only that, ammo, handgun ammo is super plentiful. However, when the next time something like this happens, where it's it's a thing that blocks off, I, you telling me that it's OP makes me think that, like, oh, well, okay, it's a weapon that I could use if I'm in trouble. Not that, hey, you should have this on you because the game might lock you out. You know what I mean? I never thought I needed to say that. I because it never happens in any other game, so you would never have to. No, because I always go to an item box before I go to a new area. But I that's guess, the way I. Play. I guess I always I I no, always no, no. expect the item box to be there, and I always try to have as much space open so I can pick up shit on the way to the item See, box. See, you trust game designers. I don't. I guess that I guess that's the thing. I trusted Capcom's game design in that one moment, but the rest of the game is fine. The rest none of you haven't gone no to issue. the last boss. The I, last I'm boss almost is there. Yes, but the last boss is one of the most is one of the worst poorly designed final so bosses just, in the game. So it's just Chris's segment because most of Claire's shit is fine. I guess I guess it was two design teams. The fire extinguisher. The to second do. time you use the fire extinguisher is with Chris, right? Or they rushed, yeah. or they rushed through the uh, the design or the addition of Chris's segment. Yeah, everything that we that everyone complains about with Code Veronica, aside from Steve, is in the Chris segment. the The fire extinguisher, this tentacle, that makes sense. I Shit. actually had to restart my game the first time on the Dreamcast because I forgot the fire extinguisher in the safety item box. But see, it's not just me. It, the yeah, game but has I was 10 years old and I realized, oh, why didn't it say you're done with this? You can discard it now. Yeah, well, luckily I know about the fire extinguisher. And you know I'm what? Glad you do. The, the tyrant was not even that bad in the plane. No, I, I don't know time. why everyone has a difficulty. You with just need time. explosive bows, the, the explosive arrows. They work great. They're the greatest, one of the greatest things in the game. In any in any case, um, that that was Code Veronica. I, I managed to get towards the end, and we're basically trucking. We're almost done. But beyond that, I also played Demons of Souls's. Demons of Souls's. Yes, Demons, and not the PS3 Demons of Souls's. I played the PlayStation 5 Demons of Souls's. Oh, the, it's our, Oh, yeah, that's right. It's out. Remake, yes. Yeah. And I actually didn't think it was out either. I thought it still needed some time, but no. So my friend came over and he brought his PS5 and I got to actually feel it in my hands and whatnot. How was it? It is really buggy. Really? Yeah. It was like having a hard time starting up, connecting and like think. And, and a weird thing, when you boot up the console, yeah. it has speech to text immediately. Mm. So like when you boot it up, it's like, welcome to PlayStation 5. 
uh, home, games, home, games, settings, picture and sound. And it's like, okay, this was cool when it was welcome to PlayStation 5, but now you're reading literally everything. So everything weird. you go over, it would just read it off to you. And you it's can turn it I've off. That's the first heard about that. That's yeah, it's really weird, but you could turn it off, thankfully. But what else you could do is you could switch it to the male voice and slow it down by five. Welcome to PlayStation. You must have had a lot. Five. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it was, it was I, honestly, I think I'm going to prank most people's PlayStations when I go over their house. Just do that quick setting. Oh, wow. Um, but back to Demon's Souls really quick. Did I, no one here plays Dark Souls or any of the games like that. You just, weren't you one of the people that said they hated it, or was that Avalanche Reviews that said that he hated? He, Avalanche. Okay, you played Dark Souls then. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> there were some changes to the Dark Souls kind of formula. Okay. I mean, the game ultimately plays the same. Yeah. They There was a lot of qu quality of life differences, and the main difference that I could see with PS5 versus PS4. Hey, wait, you said quality of life differences. That's not the same thing as quality of life improvements. Yeah, so okay, differences. Because, cool. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it depends. It, 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 you would, some people would say it's an improvement. I don't okay. know. It, it's, it's, some of them are, are definitely improvements. So we'll say that. But um, the main difference with PS5 is that wall textures are no longer flat. Like, it's not like there's a flat wall texture and then they just paste the texture over it. Right. There's actual, like, individual, like, um, unique walls with like rocks jutting out and yeah there were those kind of things in, in ps4 games but there'd be a flat texture and then they put some of the rocks out these are like actually like rock formation design walls i don't think that's that i think that's a i know super I'm, I'm not describing PS4 it here i'm not describing it well just a lot more assets. but the way that the walls look it looks like it's way more crafted as opposed to copy pasted for areas okay i know that you'll see it you'll see it. okay another thing are reflections and puddles and stuff like that they feel so much more like actual Actual reflections and the water moves so much. Well, more yeah, ray tracing is such a big deal in the PS5, and it's and it's mimicking ray tracing in Demon Souls. It's not even full fledged ray tracing. Right. Apparently, I don't know. That's what that's what Julian said. But um, I just noticed when I was walking around, like little things like that, environmental differences that I was like, this is making it a lot more immersive, and that's I guess the strength of the PS5. Sure. Was this in Demon Souls before, where when you killed an enemy, when they dropped their weapon, it made a sound when it hit the ground? I think so. Because that was that's a thing remember. that happens all the time here, and I'm like. Huh, that's weird. And the Foley Just working. a nice little touch. Yeah, and when you stab stuff, it sounds so much more like bone cracking. It's weird. Um, but that's that's the PS5 the controller. The controller is a lot heavier. Um, it feels a lot grainier. I suppose that's just for more of a grip yep. for, for everything. I'm not the biggest fan of that, but I guess, hey, people like that. I like the PS4's mm. smooth, smooth handles. Oh, see, I'm excited um, for the texture. Yeah, and the texture's are little X's, squares, and triangles. Yeah, it's all the symbols. You mean crosses? Cute. Yes, crosses. Ah! Not X's, crosses. I hate it so much. That I know it's right, but I, I guess, don't care. I guess you're ready to cross it out. Yeah. Ah. And it's not It's circle. just like GIF. I don't give a shit what the creator says. I'm not calling it a GIF. Yeah, no. It just makes more sense. Graphics. Ugh, yeah. Graphics. In any case, um, those graphics are the... interchange format. Yeah. Also, the touchpad is a little bit more grainy, too. It's not as smooth. Yeah, it has texture so on it's, it also. There's yeah. just, it feels a lot grainier and heavier. So mm. I guess if you like those like additions you could put onto your thumbstick, then you'll like it. Because that's really what it feels like. Um, something about Demon Souls in particular that kind of um, is different for me. Characters now have facial animation. Okay. Like, when you talk to them, you the camera goes up and they talk. Yeah. And they, they go like this. And I feel like they're showing a little bit too much teeth. But it is mm. different. It feels like an improvement. Or it feels like an addition, for right. sure. But now I feel like I'm playing Skyrim or uh, like an Elder Scrolls game. 
did you was this the disc or the digital version Ooh, that's important oh the disc version oh okay, okay. uh how were the load times load times were great really fast um honestly it's just like and that's the amount of time it would take to load Wow. It, yeah, it was really quick. Well, at least with going to the Nexus and shit and Demon Souls, like that used to take a while and you have like a couple of tips to read through. But no, it was relatively fast. It's just weird because I, I want to bring it up about the, the face animation thing because Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne, they all don't have facial animation. I feel like it lets you focus on the voice acting a lot more. And you, you, there was a lot of really, really good acting in that voice acting. And like you could get the inflection of whenever they do a... <laughs> kind of laugh or whatever like you feel that creepy laugh but you don't see it because they either just have a helmet or right. it's a static face but in this you see them going <laughs> like with a face and i feel like that that colors your opinion on how you take their voice a bit i just gotta get used to it maybe maybe it's just the the change the shock of me just getting it for the first time but that's there it hasn't improved the chances of you buying that console anytime soon right <laughs> i mean that's hardly a reason to not buy the console or the game no but... no no but like you're what well, we talked about the ps5 uh -huh. we talked about its debut and things like that i don't know i don't think you were on but i think you listened to that episode bone king was very adamant i don't need to rush out and buy it i also don't need to rush out and buy it. Right. i'm waiting for village right as am i for what village uh, resident evil 8. Oh, Village. Village. Yes, Village. Or Viage. Uh, got it. Yeah, with the double so L. I'm waiting for that, but Bone King was even hesitant on that. He's probably going to buy it on PC, right? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I so, mean. So there's yeah. really, you're not really needing to buy the uh, the PS5, as it were. I like to do all of my first playthroughs of Resident Evil games on a Sony console. Granted, Resident Evil 4 was a very specific scenario for the GameCube. Right, right. But, like, you know what I mean? Which we'll get to, by the way. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, no, so, like, I would have liked to do that. But there's just not enough. It's it's not like a Smash thing where enough. I could play with other people or it's like a party thing where that would be my excuse. But Demon's Souls is neat. It feels like much more of a standard J.R. Tolkien colored version of it. Does that make any sense? Like, they removed all of the, the, the very pale saturation of it and made things more colorful. Uh -huh. The candles are, like, neon yellow and orange. Okay. If people are going to like it. I know it's not really that big of a deal, but it they, they have filter. Oh, this is the best part, actually. They have filters in the game that you could change in the options menu uh -huh. to change the visuals. And I could just modify it to our boy, be the filter uh, I want. Our mm. boy uh, got uh, Garrett, who's dealing with COVID right now. He got a PS5 and he's playing the Miles Morales game. He hmm. says you could change it into looking like the Spider-Man. So not only movie. do yeah. you get the Miles Morales skin, but mm. you the animation, yes. the pow bangs are there, mm -hmm. all of it. That's so fucking dope. See, everyone's all like video game companies love to be like, here's a bonus costume or a bonus like battle arena. Fuck that shit. I want like UI changes and music swaps sure. and shit like that. Stuff that really changes the experience with just a setting. Not gonna lie, one of the first things that uh Bone King and I fell in love with is I get to use the original Resident Evil 2 soundtrack in my oh. remake. Yeah. Because the, yeah. the the remake soundtrack is fucking god awful. You can't well, hear it, shit. What what soundtrack? Yeah, you can't There's hear like it. There's like two, three but songs, so, really? <laughs> but using the original, and I'm like, oh, just hearing that main hall. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Uh, By the way, the, uh, the Resident Evil modding community is dirty as fuck. Yeah, we don't Wait, talk you about don't them. like my pregnant barefoot Claire mod? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to destroy zombies while also nurturing my child. 
So wait, wait. Uh, is that I the end? I don't understand. Your, is that the end of your recent? So we could get on to news. Uh, no, I have one more. Got it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, uh, it was very expansive because it was the console. Anyway, the last thing I want to talk about. Um, in the, I I saw a short film called Opal by Jack Stauber. Okay. Uh, never heard of it. Okay, Jack Stauber is a musician on YouTube. Does a lot of lo-fi um, music. Okay. He, he he samples a lot of stuff. It's all very VHS filtery. He's very hipster, and honestly, he does a lot of jingles, like thirty second jingles, and there's like a million of them that he does, and they're all really catchy. Oh, so at some point, someone from Adult Swim said, "Hey." I've seen his weird cartoons on YouTube. I want him on Adult Swim. And lo and behold, they were a great combination. So what this story ultimately is, it is a musical short movie, short film, about a girl exploring a house to get to the attic because something is calling her there. And okay. I can't say anything else because there's, there's this obviously... It sounds like Gone Home. The way that I would describe this, this musical is very David Lynch-esque. Mm. It is a... It's, it's like if Sesame Street met David Lynch. Oh, okay. May, maybe more of like a claymation. Maybe I would even say Tim Burton, I guess. I don't know. But it, it I, I was taken aback from this because I was expecting like, yeah, you know, it's creepy visuals and it's surreal or whatever. And that's definitely what it is like the first time you go through it. But when you get the twist and you watch it a second time, you start picking up on things and what things represent. And sure. that's where the Lynch stuff starts coming in. We're like, thing, it's... It's really interesting representations in an abstract way that really show the good and the bad sides of more like normal situations in everyday life, as unfortunate as they are. Watch this short film. It kind no, of touched me. You said? It's, called, it's called Opal. It's literally 15 minutes long. Oh, okay, cool. It's super short, but honestly, I was surprisingly touched by this. I, I very much recommend it. Um, yeah, so that, that are the, thank you for listening to my, my soapbox of recents. Please clap. All right, Jeb. Uh, do you have news? No. Uh, do you have any news? We don't have oh, any well, news. Actually, I have news. Well, but. actually, technically, yeah. I mean, we, we, did get, we did get a final announcement on the release date for WandaVision, which got pushed out to January. Yeah, I saw a screenshot of that. Is it supposed to be like 1930s Dinner Housewife? Well, thing? okay, so this, it's definitely going to be based on House of M, in which uh, Scarlet Witch kind of goes a little crazy. In House of M, she goes crazy and recreates the whole universe. What we're led to believe in this is that she creates like a pocket universe for herself where Vision is still alive and they live a happy life together. Okay, that makes That's sense. That's what it seems like they're building towards. All right. But they just announced a release date as January 2021, which means 2020 is the year of no MCU. Not a single MCU release this year. Well, to be fair, 2020 is the year of a lot of nothing like, sure, for everyone. But DC finally beat, 20, uh, finally beat uh, Marvel in the box office. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey came out this year, bro. Hey, man, there's no free market anymore. It's all about disabling your competition and <laughs> yeah. then being the only one around. <laughs> exactly. The, hey, if um, it works for Comcast, it can work for fucking DC. So I have quite a bit of news. Uh huh. First things first, I'm just going to... Uh, Get rid of two HBO Max's news. Mm -hmm. uh, Will Smith is bringing the cast of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to a reunion special. Dope. Nice. On HBO Max. Uh, I don't know if the original Aunt Viv is going to be there, considering Ooh. they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> or she hates Will, but Will doesn't give her care about her. Uh, and Wonder Woman 1984 that got pushed back to next year could release a week after on HBO Max. Right. After a week in the cinemas. 
Um, some other DC news. Zack Snyder wants to do the Dark Knight Returns. Just a full Dark Knight Returns movie. Yeah. Which probably is what Batman versus Superman was. Um, Dude, Amber like just- Heard staying as Mira. Despite the fact that Johnny Depp got kicked out of uh, the Fantastic Beasts series. And there's a million uh, signed petition. And this is very little, but Sims 4 released a new mm. expansion. And they're now doing this where it's expansion blocking. Yeah. So you need to unlock, you need to pay for the previous expansion to get the most recent one, even if you have no interest in that other right. one. Right. Yeah, and it's of course it's going to be like $30, $40 and it's it'll never com- be on like sale. Each one's like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. And of course, yeah. who publishes Sims? EA. No, of course. They they've been slowly reducing all of the features in the Sims into like this fucking homogenous like just watch them do their own thing. Don't play. Like I don't know. But going um, back to your news about Zack Snyder though, mm-hmm. it's crazy what the hell he's turning Justice League into. It's a different movie. I it's not even a movie anymore. It's a miniseries. I'm I'm down it's with It's gonna that, be though. four episodes. I'm sorry, four episodes of something he directed? I'm sorry, I'm not. Like, no, the, the thing is, everyone always tells me, it's like, well, that movie was only bad because the, I had all the stuff cut out, and you would love the director's cut with all the stuff in. It's like, dude, I didn't like what I saw in terms of just how it was presented. Not even that the story didn't make sense, but, like, in terms of how it was directed. Yeah, but a lot of that was Whedon. Whedon made so many fucking changes to the movie. Even, But even in films that Zack Snyder did himself without... Oh, sure. Sweet. I'm saying, like, I just don't like his... That's fair. ...his tone in his films. And that's just me. I'm not saying everyone has to go with that. But, like, you saying that more of that is not is going to fix it just does not make sense to me. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it being a TV show will help him pace it out a bit better. Might be. I don't know. Could work. Um, one thing I want to mention, since we're definitely doing an episode on consoles... Um, we got to mention the issues that the con- the most recent consoles have been having. Yes, apparently the newest generation has been you having like a lot of problems. Huh? huh? 300 was like the first movie that was really popular from him, and I, it was okay. I didn't really like it. I really loved uh, his remake for Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and I thought Watchmen was great. But you If anything, Watchmen, his two best ones are Dawn of the Dead and Watchmen. And I fucking re- 300. But anyway, I well, love I, 300. I guess, I'm just saying, I didn't really care all that much for 300, but I'm just saying, like, Zack Snyder's just not my style. Oh, this is a versus. Sure. Uh, yeah. Versus of, Sna- of Zack Snyder, sure. In defense. But no, listen, wait, we got issues with the newest generation, with Xbox Series X. Um, apparently, this thing has been overheating so hard that smoke is billowing out. No, that's actually people blowing vape smoke. Some, into- I've seen two different ones. One of them is someone actually throwing their vape in there and being an idiot trying to disprove the actual one that did catch on fire. You can tell because the smoke looks different. Smoke, when it's coming out of a fume, is going fast and it doesn't slowly linger and expand like vape does. I just, I'm just saying, like, it does, the console you've issues done, happen. You've done your own there, there experiments was, on those smokes. You know what I mean. There, um, was, that, there was that one PS5 that, uh, that had that massive catastrophic failure. That's but see, the that's the about. other thing I'm going to mention right now. Apparently, the PS5 is also having a lot of issues. Namely, a lot more bugs than anything. Like, it's just hard resetting, not letting people into the actual, like, main menu for things. Weird. Somebody's SSD, like, completely bricked. Right. It's a paperweight. So if you learned anything from, from us here and talking about consoles, it's never get the first generation of consoles. Just, just wait. Just wait. I know I know you want it, but it almost the, always pays off. I'm going to wait for the PS5 Pro or Xbox Series, whatever the fuck. I'm I mean, I don't know if you want to wait oh, no, that I'm not far. Waiting that long. But, but I'm just saying, like, like two years as now. we're going to go in our episode topic, 
we're going to go over how we bought consoles. And I had a couple instances where the newest console, we, there's always an issue with the first batch of consoles. Always. Always. Almost. I mean, like, maybe not in the earlier days, but in the later, absolutely. So things got connected to the internet. But in any case, um, we're actually going to go into that. Is that all the news we have? Yeah, I'm done. All righty. So then uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, but go ahead and join us after the break for today's topic, which is a question of the week. What's your console timeline? No, answer. Tell me right now. Tell me. Hello, everyone. This is Bone King, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast, hosted proudly on the Fan Freaks Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks. And welcome back to uh, the Fan Freaks podcast and our question of the week with what is your console timeline? That was some interesting enunciation on every single one of those words. I tried to to shake it up, but it ended up sounding like I was talking like an alien or something. He, he has his great emphasis on, on the right syllables. Emphasis? Wow, that was perfect. Holy <laughs> shit. You just blew my mind. I was like, what is he? <gasps> I get it that, now. <laughs> I, I can't take credit for that. That's a quote from a movie. Well, damn, well, it was a well-written movie. But in any case, um, we thought, you know, with all the talk of PS4s blowing up and... Five, X- fives. Well, you know what? That is exactly why we're having this episode, because I need to break that habit. PS5 is blowing up and Xbox is catching fire. Why not talk about our experiences with owning consoles? You know what I mean? Talk about our timeline. Why don't you uh, throw us into the pool first? Why don't you go first? Okay. Well, is there any establishing rules anyone wants to make before we go ahead and do it? No, man. I mean, go. We're going to talk about launch titles and stuff like that. Now, you'll see mine as an example. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. So, me as a a baby bone, uh, as a very young bone, the smallest bone around. Femur. That's the the largest bone. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, is the opposite. (laughs) My phalanges, <laughs> phalange, my phalange bone. Um, me and my brother. Well, my brother was a big gamer. Most of my stuff was like mine and his. You know right, what I mean? Because right, my mom right, was right. like, "The console is both of yours. Just fucking deal with it." So we had first the Sega Genesis. Um, Sega Genesis so you was a started great console. Doing Sega. That's correct. Not Nintendo. Would it not? Would it not be best to start with the Genesis? Ah, the genesis of my gaming and as i saw james raise his hand that was the first console i owned at home also was the genesis yeah i mean was it the the, first one i played but it was the first one i had at home yeah no for sure because well consoles we i mean i'm assuming some houses were like you get both hey have fun but like usually it was pick one console war was a thing you know at that time right so we had the sega genesis and james will definitely know this too the sega genesis was known for like two amazing features parallax yeah some damn good parallax sure. and be that amazing sound card the the sega genesis was able to make What's some parallax am- parallax is like when you're playing a 2d game and the background scrolls at a different like um pace oh, okay. than your side scrolling is and it gives kind of like a, oh, a horizon like a depth yes hence sega genesis yeah there was a big thing for the sonic games but they brought it into other titles and whatnot but um sega genesis was amazing um but you know most people got the snes at school but that's what it was uh just real quick titles that i played um i had this thing called the six pack i don't i I, jim sterling said on his show that he had it which i was like surprised that he had it but it was a game it was like a cartridge with six games on it included sonic the hedgehog Mm. the first one yeah um golden axe which thank God it had that because I would have never found it otherwise. And Such Golden a good X, game. Awesome, yes. Um, had Columns, which was Sega's bootleg version of Tetris. Yep. And uh, some motorcycle game and probably something else I'm forgetting. <laughs> but like those games were really good 
And on a fucking six pack, what could you ask for? You know what I mean? So yeah, Sonic 3, six pack, good shit. Um, then I moved on to the Nintendo 64. You know, cue the, mm. the fucking clip of the kid yelling it as he got it for Christmas. Oh my god, I got a sexy pot. No, I mean, legit, that was me. Like, it oh, was me and my brother. hold on up, because I knew you were forgetting something. What I forget? That six-pack has Streets of Rage. Oh my god! Yes, it did! Okay? Holy shit! Which, to this Bro, day, the Streets, so right. of Ra Streets of Rage 2 is one of the best... It had one and two, didn't it? No, it, had, it only had the first one. Oh, I must have had two on a time. Yeah. <laughs> but to this day, the street, Streets of Rage 2 specifically mm -hmm. has is one of the best side-scrolling beat-em-ups I've ever played in yes. my life. Did you play 4? And the best soundtrack. Did you play 4? I it, probably did. I don't remember. No, no. It's, it was recent. It was on Steam on PC. Oh, no. No. It's, it's really good. I know. It's I really know. good. And they re-encapsulate everything. I know. I want, I want to play Thank it so bad. Thank you for catching that because yeah. Streets of Rage was one of my favorites. As you were saying, I'm like, wait, no. There's something really good he's forgetting. And I had to look it up. It's like, yeah, motherfucker. Streets of Rage. Uh, in any case, uh, moving on. Nintendo 64. And I'm sure yeah. a lot of people here have played Nintendo 64 games and grew yeah, up Yeah, we all it. did, I think. Yeah. So uh, I think my first game for it was was Ocarina of Time, uh, Super Mario 64, and Mario Kart. Okay. And then I then there was like, oh, hey, there's another spinoff. What's this Super Smash Brothers thing? <laughs> and boy, did that open a fucking couple of doors. Um, I'm trying not to stay too long on a console, way, but feel free canon, to jump in. The canon that that game established has maintained my canon for what the Super Smash Brothers games are yeah. this whole time. They're dolls. I, yeah, that they are some kid playing with his action figures. Correct. Because I don't care what anyone fucking says. Because I've heard people use, like, because we run a Facebook group that has debates. Right. And people try to bring stuff up from Super Smash. I'm like, no, you can't do that. None of that is canon. To be fair. No. To be no. fair, James. No. I you agree are with being you. really fucking loud. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're clipping Sorry. it super hard. Be careful. Sorry. It's okay. No, there's like echoes. Apo no. Apologize to the listener. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, good ASMR apology. <laughs> uh, an ASMology. Um, I don't even know what that could mean. Um, what the fuck are you saying? Moving on. Um, He's but no, a stroke. I agree that the the dolls that's that's the OG thing. But they did eventually build them up to be trophies and melee. No, they are living trophies and melee, and then they kept sure. that moving forward. Okay, but I'm yeah, just saying the doll is better. I'm just saying you can't use stuff now that an ultimate no. The spirits are even weirder because it's like they broke the trophies and now they're just this amalgamous idea of a game character. Is that, uh, All I'm saying is, I mean, Master if, Hand is a kid. Yeah, it's, it's a supposed kid's to be the kid's hand. Yeah. All I'm saying is, Crazy if we're having brother. a debate that involves Mario, you can't use feats from from Super Smash Bros. No, because what? that's not Mario. It's a and that happens different. all the fucking time. It's a completely yeah. We did have thing. a versus with Mario versus somebody. I think yeah. it was Sonic. Okay, but then if that was the case, then Link would have the illusion staff from exactly. Soul Calibur 2 that's in there. Fuck. It's a great move. Anyway, anyway um, but yeah, no, by the way, feel free to jump in on these because we're yep. going to cross, of course. So if I'm talking about... Oh, no, I'm right. saving mine for, for me. N64? Mm. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, real quick, um, N64 never had any I feel so privileged, it. though, because I had a shitload compared to you already. Well, all right. Did any of you guys play Glover? I played Glover. Isn't couldn't get past the first no, area. No, that was N64. Oh, I couldn't yeah. get past the, past the first area. Really? It, I couldn't understand that game. I beat that whole game. I was like, what's with all the balls? How do I? I was not yet well-versed. In balls? Yeah. I, I didn't fill out my <laughs> I didn't I didn't fill out my skill tree on ball tactics just Got yet. it. You see what I mean? And now, uh -huh. now I probably will. Now you so, handle them so, well. Right. Now I'm, I'm able to handle all sorts of balls, especially exotic ones. Got it. So, <laughs> so you with 64, you started with Ocarina. You went to Super Mario 64 and what else? Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64. Um, I had Quest 64, which if anyone's played that knows how much of a fucking impenetrable game that is. Man. Um, 
Yeah, it didn't, didn't. No, no, it's not right. Um, if you look over there, oh, um, here's one that you'll like. I grew up with uh, WWE Warzone. Oh, great so fun. game! One of the best character creators too. Yeah. So my goal in every uh, WWE game that I ever played was to make Spider-Man. <laughs> he was in a few games, wasn't he? No, no, he was not. Well, they made it Fred easy Durst to make was him. an unlockable no, character once. Fred yeah. Durst was an unlockable character. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would I would give anything to hear the go player one no boy. again. That was fucking amazing. I love that clip. Um, in any case, that was Nintendo sixty four. Um, oh, actually, before I move on from N sixty four, sorry. One thing to transfer over. Um, my first Resident Evil was on Nintendo sixty four. Two Resident Evil two, nice. which is sitting on that shelf over there. My little collector's thing. And then after that was Majora's Mask with the fucking... Uh, do you remember what that thing was called? The little red tip thing that you red put in thing? your N64 and it would somehow give it more processing power? Oh, you're talking about the, just the expansion pack. Yeah, it was like a little expansion. Yeah. Did they just call it expansion yeah. pack? All right, whatever. And that was the only way to play Majora's Mask right. and Donkey Kong 64. And I played those and those were amazing games. Mm. Very well made games. Um, then after that, my stepdad, well, at the time... Uh, his stepdad had a PS1, and that's where I got to play Final Fantasy VII for the first time. Yeah, baby. Holy shit, did that. Like, I remember seeing someone play it first and being like, how are you controlling all of this? Why, why can't you just run up and hit him? Boy, would I slap myself in the face for that. Like, if, if I was talking to my fucking younger self and, like, around that era saying, like, oh, why can't I just run up and mash X on them? I'd be like, shut up, child. It's intricate and it's thoughtful design. It's got fucking good intricate gameplay. You know, it's thought-provoking, all right? <laughs> Not everything is a fucking beat-em-up. Go play Streets of Rage again. Um, but yeah, no, so PS1, I, I did not play I don't Resident like the implication Mode. that Streets of Rage is simple and easy, because that shit takes strategy. Uh, well, you could do a lot of the game with jump kicks, I'm not going to lie. Not the second one. Maybe not the second one, but the first one I was able to get by quite a bit with... Fucking... Ha! Oh, yeah. Ha! <laughs> fucking clawed assholes. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but uh, one other thing, PS1. Um, other game that I played... Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah. That, nice. I had some really fucking big hits for the PlayStation 1. You yeah. And really I mean, you're missing your We got to talk about Resi the big on one. It. But here's the thing. I didn't play and these are the ones that are no doubt going to be on yours. I didn't play MGS. Oh. I didn't play any of the Resident Evils on on PS1. That was Dino Crisis? I some no, no I had the demo disc to Dino Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> because because my brother had a friend that had Resident Evil 3 that he borrowed the PS1 version. Right, and it comes and, with the yeah, demo. Yeah, and disc. he gave him and he Remember kept it. Demo disc? Yes. Remember demo disc? Fucking Destruction Derby Bro, was another game. I really wore shit. out my demo disc of Medieval before I ever actually had the game. I've never heard of Medieval. Medieval. Oh my god, Medieval is yeah. amazing. So Daniel Fortescue. Yes, and I would love it now because you're a bone lord just going through and well, fucking you know they, had, they, had, they you, remade did you play it. the remake? They did, they did remake it for the PS4. It's I good. It's really good. It's good. Speaking of remade games that were originally the PlayStation that I grew up with, fucking Spyro. Hello? I, yep. I was always a Spyro kid. There was always a Crash person and a Spyro person. I was Spyro. Really? Because for me, it was like, no. it's either Mario or Crash. Yeah. Well, Spyro was kind of like that distant cousin. If you're talking about people who owned PlayStations. Oh, if you were yeah. talking about cross consoles, then By yeah, the way, it was Mario. Th there's a, a mod for Spyro where you can turn him into a chunky Spyro. Yes. It's really cute. And the new one, it's really cute. But even in the original, there was a ton of cheats. Like, oh, you yeah. could play as a fat Spyro in the original. All they do is squish the player model. Oh, well, yeah. But you could do that. And you can color him green or blue or red. I went to fucking school on that shit. Cheat codes amazing. were fun. So Cheat you codes did were fun. 64 into PS1? Into PS1 okay. with those games listed okay. there. Then became the first console I purchased, 
which was you the, purchased. Yes, wow, that's at, early. At the tender age of like eleven or something, I think. Bold. Yeah, I didn't have an allowance or anything. Like my parent, I, I did chores, and sometimes I get paid for doing. So then, chores. how did you purchase this? Who Th- through the chores? Oh, okay, that, got I, it. that I did. Yeah, no, I had to do chores to get all the money to buy those consoles. Well, to buy this console, that I'm about to say the Nintendo GameCube. Oh. Um, GameCube, I think it was like 2001, 2002, or it just 2000. I think it was one or two. I'm Either way, I still remember the GameCube being the best package that I bought. Like, it had the best amount of content. And this might be just because I bought it at Costco. And Costco had like this game. Yo, no, I, and that's funny for the dude over there. But Costco had this amazing package deal or whatever with the GameCube. They had all the different color of GameCube. So they had this package for different versions too. I got a black GameCube with two controllers, two a memory card, and Super Smash Brothers Melee. Wow. Dude. All together, which is like the perfect it starter came out set. November 18, 2001. 2001. Okay. But like it, it's, it's like the perfect starter set. Days. Oh. Nowadays, you would buy the console, it would have one controller, and you'd have to buy another one and buy your own storage device, and the game would be a yeah, full $60. Nintendo's notorious for, well, not notorious, it's actually a good thing, but they gave out, like, they would sell their systems with two controllers. The SNES had two controllers. I mean, the Switch itself is designed to be sold with two controllers, you know? Yeah, it's, you're it's, right. It's really important to have that in mind as we move forward in the consoles. So you, the first game you played on the GameCube was Melee. Was Melee, yes, absolutely. And holy shit, like, the, the unlock conditions for Melee are still, like, some of my favorite, most obtuse unlock conditions for a fighting game I've ever seen. Like, Marvel vs. Capcom, you have to beat it a few times, get the points, unlock the character. Mortal Kombat, beat it with a certain character, maybe you'll do a thing, whatever. Fucking Melee, leave the console on for 24 hours straight. Like, play this match with this specific character. As player two, do this. Like, it's, it's crazy, ridiculous shit. With with uh, with melee, and I always really enjoyed that. But any case, I want to just do a quick. I'm not gonna go too much into the other games, but the other games that I played a lot, and they were launch titles, were Luigi's Mansion. Okay. Nintendo's first survival horror, which they really need to do more with. Luigi's Mansion Three came out, and I haven't played it, so maybe they are doing it. But it's a good series. Um, Pikmin, fucking amazing series that started out on the GameCube, didn't get a lot of attention, is getting a re-release now. Um, and what else on GameCube? Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. Last uh, last couple things that I got for the GameCube really quick are just series. I'll just mention real quick because um, they they the GameCube was actually really good at providing a platform for things that didn't have re-releases before. It wasn't like there was a digital store back right. in the day. You couldn't right. fucking buy these things anywhere else. So re-releases were important. The entire Sonic like series was re-released on GameCube, Adventure, uh, Mega Collection, all that wow. shit. Wow. All of that is on the yeah, GameCube. Yeah, that was around the time Dreamcast that, died. That, ha- right. that happened right at the that happened right after Dreamcast died. Yep. Right, correct. R. So R. all Dreamcast. that shit moved down. And one of those games that was on the Dreamcast was Resident Evil Code Veronica. Yep. Uh, which is the other series that I ended up playing a lot more. I played all of my Resident Evil games on the GameCube. Nice. Yeah. Wild. But everyone will give me shit because, oh, it's not the PlayStation. Oh, it's not the OG release. But the GameCube re-released OG 2, 3, Code Veronica. Capcom funneled a shitload of games. The remake of the first game was released on the GameCube. And Zero. 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 Four was an exclusive. Four was. Dude, the GameCube was the Resident Evil console for the longest time. And people were pissed about it. And Capcom 
love the money that Nintendo gave them. Yeah. I mean, they, they're really good well, ports, shit. And too. we can't forget that GameCube is the first time we saw Metal Gear outside of a PlayStation. Very true. Well, it's not true because there were PC releases. But well, the first time we saw Metal it on a Gear console. Was if I want to be. NES. Oh, well, that's true. Well, Metal but, Gear Solid. But if you're Sorry, saying okay. Solid and I want to be. Solid. And if you're I want right. to be a little shit. You're right. You're right. If I want to be a little shit, I could be like, what about Ghost Babble, though? That's on fucking Game Boy <laughs> Oh, that was on Game Boy. <laughs> I'm noticing no handhelds in your No, in your actually, timeline. I wanted in the future for us to do a handheld episode because really it's oh, already taken off. Oh, shit. I was going to include Oh, do you want to? Yeah, man. Okay. So uh, mine has already taken a long time. I feel bad. I mean... I'll it, just mention I had a Game Boy uh, Advance and... Ooh, Advance, you skipped color. I Well, my brother had um, the OG Game Boy. The fat one. The fat the one. Brick. And we the played thick. that. I play Pokemon Red and Blue on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I I got the advance afterward, but and then there's no other handheld by that point. Well, we'll get to them as they show up. Um, look, I'm telling you, we're almost done. We're halfway through the generations. Oh, we're growing up, all right. Bone, the bone is growing, all right. right. You're helping <laughs> it grow. Uh, any case, so those were most of the GameCube games that I guess I would really highlight. If What's I think of anything next? else, I'll bring it up next time. What's the next? Um, console? the next console, and this is where things get kind of funny. I bought an Xbox. The original Xbox. With the Duke. Wait, like the original Xbox? The OG Xbox. Like the Duke. The yes, the big Duke. giant controller. Not Xbox One, uh, but the well, original. No, not okay, not anyway. Xbox One Series X, X1, X Series, Series X, Scorpio X1. Dude, it's not I got one. yelled at today on the internet because I said- Wait, you got yelled at on the internet? I know. Because I, I said, <laughs> whatever the fuck the next Xbox, you know, the mid-range- uh, thing is going to be called because they have Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox whatever. Uh-huh. And the guy was like, no, 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 it's X. X is easier to say than whatever the fuck. And I'm like, all right, bro. What? The, but this is understand. this is consumers making excuses like no, to cope it, with it. It's it's you know fanboys, dude. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, regardless, sold my console. I got an Xbox, the original, because I had a neighbor that had um, Halo. Oblivion. Oh yeah, no, that's a good pick too. But Oblivion got me going. What we can do? What in video games now? It was like you took Majora's Mask and like the timeline and the three days and made it like forever. And I was just my, I would my mind was blown with Morrowind <laughs> so hard. I was like, oh, I have Morrowind to get this console. So uh, that and then when I got it. I played Jet Set Radio, and Jet Set Radio ended up being so fucking solid. I was surprised oh, I got it for right. free. Sorry, I, I I just realized that you didn't own a Dreamcast. No. No, he didn't. Yeah, because Jet Set... Oh, no. Let me correct myself. I got Jet Set Radio Future. You're right. right. Jet Set Radio was no, for the Dreamcast. No, but you got to say yeah. Squidward. Future. Future. <laughs> I was, was going to say, wait, what do you mean? Xbox? What? No. no ah. You're so right. But um, Jet Set Radio Future, one of the best soundtracks in all gaming. Oh, that's well, Jet Set Radio, will, man. It will come up again in a future episode, I guarantee you. Um, But yeah, no. So that... Great that was actually in your soundtrack list on that episode. Yes, it was because it's really fucking good. So after the Xbox, what else did you get? Um, really quick. So here's the funny story with Xbox. Um, I, my brother had a PS2 when I had the GameCube, and he was mad at me because I had all the Resident Evil games. He bought a PS2 for the Resident Evil games and ended up only getting Outbreak, really. So when we were moving on in the future, I saw how cool the PS2 was, and I wanted Onimusha so bad. Uh, so I I traded my feudal Xbox. Feudal Japan, Resident nice. Evil. I, yes, that's what it is. I traded my Xbox for a PS2. 
Damn. Yeah, so that I could eventually, like, get all the games I was missing for the PS2, which was, like, I got so many games hand-me-down from my brother. I got all the Silent Hill games from my brother. I got, um... Oh, God, hold on. Uh, where is the, my games? Uh, fucking PS2. Uh, that's PS3. Uh, Silent Hill was way... I mean, Persona was way later. Forgot it. Uh, mainly it was just the Silent Hills and Onimusha. I'm sure I'm gonna... I'm sure I'm going to hate myself later. But yeah, it was mainly the Silent Hills and Onimusha and stuff like that and all the other PS2 Maybe classics. Legacy of Kane, like Blood Oh, Blood shit. Omen. Yeah. Um, well, no, I had that for the GameCube, actually. Sorry, sorry. Funnily enough. I was on GameCube? Look right behind you. It's right there. <laughs> I didn't know because I played it for PlayStation. Yeah, it's on the play Defiance. I played on the PS2, actually. Um, but yeah, no. So moving on, I traded in for the PS2. Wow, I'm really upset that I couldn't come up with a good game list for the PS2. Like, there's a lot of... Solid games, I'm going to end up kicking myself PS2 later. has probably the most extensive library. It is my favorite console, actually. Um, but in any case, moving on from that, I got the Xbox 360. Give Xbox another chance. That was when Left 4 Dead was coming out. Sure. That's when Halo 3 was the a thing. The Orange Box, Half-Life and shit. Orange See, Box is amazing. At that time, I had a decent PC. Sorry. It's okay. At that time, I had a decent PC, so I had no need for the Xbox. That's true. If you had Steam, there was like no need for it, but I was still That's firmly... That's when Steam hit, too. That's when, like, Steam started and... It was around, but yes, that's when it was hitting strides. Yeah. That was not when Half-Life 2 came out, but no. Half-Life 2 was when Steam was, like, right. but No, but the or but around the release of the Orange Box is when Steam as a platform really started to oh, take sure. off. Oh, for sure. Because it even got me. Yeah. Like, that's how it got me, because I was securely a console gamer forever, and then I got Orange Box and was like, this is an amazing deal. I can get this for $5? Yeah. What? <laughs> On Steam, that's amazing. So, um, Xbox 360, a lot of good games. Uh, that's where you played Bioshock. I remember that being a huge, the first Bioshock. I, re I will Grand always, Theft Auto 4, just a huge plethora of I will always time. remember Bioshock during Christmas time. Like, that was, that's my, oh, that's how I will always remember it. Um, anyway, moving on from Xbox 360. Um, I bought a Wii on the side because that's the Wii had already been out for a while. It was on sale, and I was like, I need to get Smash for when people come over finally. And that's essentially Bro. what it was for. <laughs> uh, oh, Brawl, yes, Brawl. It was not the best, but it was what was available. And it had and Snake it, and Sonic. Yeah. yeah. It was the first time Sonic was in the first series. First time, 100%. And um, Snake, actually. Yeah, you're right. Also, quick little shout-out to a little game called Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Which for is the underrated. Wii, which has problems. It has so many problems, but I, I personally, it's like a guilty pleasure for me. I actually kind of like it. Um, moving on from that, uh, I, I got the PS4. Which, as many people will know, listening has wow. a lot of solid hits. You're what? not even mentioning the PS3. I got PS4 first. Wow. Yes. So what I did was is that I saw that there was like you could keep the trophies from your PS3 account that I had played on a friends a long time ago, and I was like, eh, I could build that up. Like I was a I was an achievement whore for the for the Xbox when that was happening. I right. was getting all of them there, so I was like, I gotta redo everything. So I rebought my Xbox 360 games for their PS3 versions just to platinum them. Nice. That was the case for like Silent Hill Downpour, which wow, wow. Um, that was the case with Homecoming. It's the case with uh, Resident Evil 4. Uh, a whole bunch of games that were re-released for the PS3 as even digital games as well. Mass Effect 2 I did. I platinum digital. I went back and platinum that game. Um, but the PS4, really quick, highlights greatest games I'm thinking of. Bloodborne, Nier Automata, Persona 5, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Great, great hits. I'm sure you guys will come up with, with some great ones too. Then after the PS4, I had the Wii U. The Wii U was more of a purchase for my nephews. 
because it was going to stay at my mom's house. But I was like, hey, why don't I just play Hyrule Warriors on it just in case? So I was like, you know, why not? So I got to play Hyrule Warriors. That was a ton of fun. That was really what the Wii U was for for me. It was kind of Hyrule Warriors. You didn't even play Smash 4. Smash was the other thing and uh, Wind Waker that I barely touched. So um, Smash was great in that game because that's when Cloud first came out. And everyone was all crazy about that. But no doubt the Switch version is you know, better or whatever. So then after the Wii U was the PS3 that I was mentioning earlier. I went back and got trophies for that. Um, and then for the and then after that, I've just been a PC boy. I, I slowly you also ascended. Got the Switch. Oh, oh yeah, well yeah, on the Switch mainly for the same reason I got it for the fucking Wii U is yeah. for, for Smash. You you but, always um, get a Nintendo console. You personally get yes. a Nintendo console for Smash. That You've seems to be. Before. Yeah, this seems to be the theme. Like I always get Smash. I always get the Nintendo console when Smash comes out for it. Yeah. And at first I was like, I'm not going to get it for this console because it's just a rehash of the one on the Wii U. But then everyone is in. And I went, oh, it's different now. Yeah. So. I mean, we all lost our shit. We were at we were in our class yeah. watching E3 and Snake was announced and it said everyone is here. And like you see Bone just <gasps> because cause the way that I did it, it was like Snake is back from the previous game and Cloud and Ryu. And it was like, oh, hey, they're bringing back these people. And then it was like. And everyone else. And you're like, everyone else? <laughs> and, then, and then you saw oh. fucking ice climbers. Yep. Like, what the you fuck? You don't understand. I was like, oh my god, then this means Young Link is gonna... Yeah! Oh! oh shit, Young Link! Oh fuck! That's awesome. So that was definitely it. And I know this was the longest time ever. I kind of underestimated how long these will be. But granted, we were able to jump into a couple things. So hopefully there's a couple crossovers. But that was the Bones timeline of console ownership. Let's get to villains. So I have to go way faster than you because well, my timeline is way more extensive. I'm so well, sorry like, to both of you. Uh, but uh, actually, well, maybe not. Hold on. So first off, I know we're talking about consoles, but I have to start where, where I started, which I started on PC. That's fair. Because the first games I ever played were like Wolfenstein 3D, Zork, and like Doom. Like these are the first games. No, I ever no played. math blaster or anything like actual. For yes, kids. but I, I I had those. What about I that those later. pinball 3D? Everyone no, had pinball 3D. You're talking about Windows games. The first games I played were DOS games, my dude. Ooh. Zork is a tech is the Damn. grandfather of of it's a text based RPG. Like you type in search under the doormat and it yeah. tells you like da 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 da. OG DOS. Actually, adventure no, games. that's Hugo's adventure. But no, Zork was like a goblin is here. Uh, inventory. Stab goblin with the dagger. They you provided. The they provided a list of commands. Yes. Okay, you could good. always hit. You could always hit cool. help and see the commands. Thank God. But I never you had, had that, to be so like uh, observe, and mm. it would tell you what's in the room, and then you could be like, okay, now observe this thing in the room. And it would tell you more about that, and then yeah. you have to like go down this tree of observ observation. It's like a fucking Ultima. Kinda. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Then the first video game console I ever probably got my hands on was a Game Boy, a fat. Oh, my stepdad one. had one. Nice. And the only game we had was Tetris. So I I had like night sweats of just that song playing like in a dream where I just saw like disembodied bricks and I'd wake up like, ah, because uh -huh, that's uh -huh. the only song I heard for the longest time. Th that's the where Columns was better. It had three tracks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the first console I ever had like at home sitting in front of me in in my presence was the Sega Genesis. Ah, there it is. So yeah, I had Sonic and Knuckles, which made me go back and buy Sonic 3 and Sonic 2. Right. Because it had that interaction. Correct. Um, I had that too. Yeah, it was awesome. If you put Sonic uh, 1, it just says no way. No, that's, uh, yeah, but if you hit. You could uh, get Blue Spheres, yes, you yes. Could do the, you could do the Blue Spheres. You could get Blue levels. Spheres. Uh, which is true, by the way, with any Sega Genesis game. 
Oh, is that true? Oh, really? Yeah, you put in the Sega Genesis game, it gives you the no oh, way screen. Spheres and is, oh. and what it would do is it actually was like an algorithm where it would just read random data off of the game you put in and it would change the Blue Spheres level. That you is played. awesome. Yeah, it was super dope. Uh so yeah, so that was the first console I owned at home. Uh-huh. Um and then yeah, I played PC games consistently throughout. But then the, I didn't have another console again until spending summers with my dad. Mm-hmm. And at his place, we had a PlayStation 1. Right. And same thing. Final, Fan- <laughs> Final Fantasy 7. Uh-huh. That's where, like, that's what changed gaming for me was Final Fantasy 7 because it was the first game like that I had played. Square, you know, breaking minds with graphics right. in an early at time. At that point is when I started getting an opportunity to co- collect my own consoles, mm-hmm. whether by buying them or whatever. But it was, but at that point, I bought an NES. Mm-hmm. I bought, I'm really worried by that whatever. Bought? What do you mean? Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you bought the NES? Jesus. Again, I bought the NES when after already owning a PlayStation 1. Right. It's just so much. Think about me, though. My first bought console is GameCube. Well, so no, I'm like, but wow. it's because like, at you that point, I had, I had other friends who had it. And like, no, I want to be able to play all this shit. Right, right. So I bought the NES. I bought the SNES. I went back. I played. like That's when I like went crazy ham on Mega Man. That's when I you know discovered like all those classic great mm-hmm. games on those two consoles. It was already after I had the PlayStation 1. I mean, the PlayStation 1, I mean, the big turnaround game for Didn't me was... did you play Metal Gear 2 first? No. Solid Snake on the NES? No. Oh, you played Metal Gear 1. Oh, no, Metal Gear! No, the first Metal Gear game I played was was Solid. Speaking oh, of PS2... Okay. I always thought it was 2. No, no, no. It was after I played Solid that and I went ba- back and played the classic NES titles. Speaking of PS2 fucking games, hard. fucking Metal Gear Solid, I want to throw in there, like, the headliner things. that I was thinking of games that I was into with the PS2. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Well, you can get there when I bring them up. I'm sorry, I'm but you I'm just, inevitably me, going just reminded to. me. Go for it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so, like, but Metal Gear Solid changed, like, games for me. Mm. Like, Final Fantasy VII changed what I thought games could be, but Solid changed video games for me. Yeah, like, that's storytelling. I, that was the first time that I'm like, oh, no, no, no. these This is real storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the first time that I was ever, like, so engrossed in a game story that, like, I was distraught when it was over. Right. Because, like, no, I, I, this is not enough. I need more. Um not only that, that ending, you have to cry yeah. if you fuck up and not exactly. save Meryl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I did. I fucked up, and then all of a sudden you just have Hal and Dave, yeah. and you oh, have the, the best ending. is yet to come. Uh-huh. And that I, I'm i I'm a ball. That's the best I'm, bros ending, though. But, um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, other games that I want to note on like the PlayStation 1, there was a game that I loved, and this probably started my love with like horror games. Right. Was a game called Nightmare Creatures. <gasps> Nightmare Creatures! And Dino Crisis, too. Or uh, Dino Crisis as well. And Nightmare Creatures. Alone in the Dark as well? Because you talked about that. that was I did. Boss. But that, yes, but I played that game later. Like, okay, that wasn't, okay. like, that didn't, like, yes, it was, but it's mm. not, I, yes, I love Alone in the Dark. Uh, but it's not one of the games that, like, opened me up to, like, it's not notable as notable for me. I, I, Nightmare Creatures? Yes. I, call, I don't call it Nightmare Creatures. I call it Prototype Bloodborne. You know, you're it not is, fucking wrong. It is essentially the yeah. bare bones, like, blueprint of you're, what Bloodborne you're eventually You're absolutely became. correct. That's exactly what it was. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I was super impressed. So, it was at this point that my journey in consoles got a little wanky. Mm-hmm. Because. Wanky or wonky? <laughs> yes. Uh, my dad realized that I now had a fascination in classic consoles. Nice. Uh, so, this is right here where it started me collecting classic consoles. Specifically, I got very into collecting classic consoles in their boxes 
with their original packaging, their original instructions. Oh, oh wow. God. You had a way uh, different uh, parents. And the, and the way that happened was You've met Jim. You my know dad bought me the 3DO. Uh-huh. Oh my wow. god. For those of you who don't know, the 3DO was the first uh was the first commercial console, not including the Sega Saturn or the Sega CD, but the Sega CD was an add-on, uh -huh. so it doesn't really count. The 3DO was the first commercial console Panasonic, to use no? discs. What? Panasonic, right? Yes. Well, Jesus. Yes? No, I mean that's who made it. Yes? That's a really complicated story. I could have a whole episode yes, on Yes, question this. mark. Because <laughs> it was Panasonic. It was like four companies were involved in the making of the 3DO. Mm -hmm. So my dad bought me a 3DO. The reason the 3DO failed, by the way, was because when it launched, it was $800. Jesus Christ. Which is like a console today being $1,600. Yeah, I was going to say, inflation, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, but that actually introduced me to what remains one of my favorite platformers of all time, Gex. <laughs> Gex is cool. It's Ge I, Gex is such an underrated platform. I, I it mean, was the first time that a platformer had style for me. Did you not play and a likable protagonist? See, that wasn't that wasn't style to me. It that, has style. It's just not the same kind okay, of style. Hold on, but it also had a likable protag. Yeah. Mario's pretty fucking likable. He has, he has no personality. Lines of dialogue. He doesn't Above have any only, charisma. Oh, spaghetti. This is amazing. <laughs> no, Come on, but Gex had a personality. He was sassy. I was in my apartment doing new <laughs> jazzercising. Like it was the first. Like him and mm. Earthworm Jim defined what I wanted. Like side scroller protags to be. Right. Um. So yeah. yeah I so I had the 3DO. And then from there, I went back and bought a Commodore 64 and a oh. ColecoVision and, oh and, and several Atari back. consoles. Uh, it's worth noting that I lost all of these to a fire. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah, the same fire that, that took mine and my dad's comic book collection. Which was valued near 100K. Well, over 200K. Oh, my Holy man. shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, most of those consoles I lost. God's um, got a sense of humor, all right. So once I played, I was playing my dad's PlayStation. I had all these other consoles. The very next new console. Oh, so it's worth noting, by uh, the way. Yes. That uh, I've never, ever owned a Nintendo console until the Switch. Well, not counting handhelds. So you didn't have the N64 at all. I didn't have one. I've borrowed it. Hmm. I've borrowed it from people and I've played emulators. See that now now your answer on Gex makes a lot more sense to me. <laughs> well, but that's just, well again, well sure. But there was a lot of platformers on the N64. Well, what I, the game I want to talk about on the N64 by uh -huh. the way that really changed games for me was cuz it was the first time I realized games could be funny was Conker's Bad Fur Day. Ah, yes. Yeah. Cuz that was the first time that I thought, "Oh, this is funny." Uh-huh, uh-huh. One of the first uh console meta games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so after PlayStation 1, I mean, I followed the PlayStation lineage. Mm. Uh, so I had my dad's PlayStation 1. He eventually bought me a PS1. Oh, the Slim. The Mini. Oh, oh, okay. That's the little like handheld almost one. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's, it's very small, very thin. But it's not, oh, it's the Mini. It's not a handheld. No, no, no. But like in some of its advertising, they showed people having it like, like carrying it around the side of yeah, their belt. No. Like, it was so stupid. You still need a power yeah. cable. I'll stick with my N-Gage. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I also owned like, I did own every Game Boy though. So you Nintendo owned every gay boy? Yes, every Damn. gay boy was mine. That's an extra level of daddiness I was not expecting. That's here. right, George. No. Here's I owned a gay every boy you gay don't boy. own. <laughs> so that's Stop being where, a bratty sub. Oh, so that's where watch. my Nintendo money went. My Nintendo money always went to their handhelds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't really own 
a uh, a Nintendo console, like especially not within its first year of production. Because I've gone back and I had bought an N sixty four handhelds, like what? Game Boy Advance or anything like that. Yeah, too, I owned or? all of those. Oh, you owned those. Okay, all yeah, of yeah, those, yeah. like on their within their launch month, I had one of those. Okay, it was just the consoles. It's the consoles. Okay. Uh, so but again, I've gone back. Like I now have an N sixty four that I've had for like. 12 years now but again I've gone back and bought those but I never had those when they were the console right right like the GameCube the GameCube however I specifically paid a friend of mine like 30 bucks to rent his GameCube for like two months wow yeah and in that time that's when I played fucking like Rebel Strike Twin All snakes. of it. Everything I get my hands on. Oh. Twin Snakes. Soul Calibur played, was on uh, there too. Soul Calibur oh, 2? No. The reason I rented the GameCube, and this is why I wanted to bring it up, was for Metroid. Oh, oh Prime? Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Because I love the Metroid games. I I swear I keep trying. Oh, no. I, I know how good they are, but I can't. I, something oh, bothers me about the so UI. They're so fucking good. Yeah. So that's why I rented the GameCube in the first place. Uh oh. So yeah, with the PlayStation Two, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Two, conti- like it only deepened my love for the for the genre. And then what other games are notable? Oh, and then that's you know when I got introduced to God of War, mm. which changed action games for me. I think I I got into that way after the fact, so mm. I missed that entire thing. But people were that was where where Quick Time events were birthed. Funny enough, and then it got infested into Resident Evil Four. Funny <laughs> enough, I didn't own a Nintendo console within the first uh, with with uh, within the launch window. But I had Dreamcast day one. Oh, boy. Aren't you a I, hipster? I was a Sega fanboy. Uh-huh. My first console was the Genesis. So Sega was in my soul. Right, right. And Sega does, but Nintendo well, don't. And in your <laughs> wallet, apparently. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I loved, and I and I loved the Dreamcast, man. I thought it was such a it's one of the first consoles. Wait, where, where, where are we right now? Where are uh, going into well, PS2. I had his the PS- timeline is weird. He goes forward and back well, and then forward again. I, like, I, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Well, oh that, God. The, the thing Stop is, being the memento of this shut freaking up, guys. episode. <laughs> the thing is that I I often didn't own consoles when they were first released. So like I got the PS2 and the Dreamcast within like months of each other. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Respect. Um, But anyway, um, but yeah, so uh, I had the Dreamcast and I love that thing. And the Dreamcast is what made me is the first experience I ever had with an MMO. Oh yeah, I was e- about to say it has the internet. It's one EverQuest of the first Online, man. Yeah. And EverQuest Online was a huge deal for me. Like that was the first time I was like, oh, like gaming communities are a thing. Like I can connect with other gamers. This mm. is dope. Yeah. And like EverQuest Online, by the way, those servers were up for like a decade after the Dreamcast was a dead fish. Yeah. It was crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like the Dreamcast had like, you know, just it, the Dreamcast was so quirky to me and I'm so sad that it failed. The VMU. Yeah. A visual memory unit. Yeah. Which was raw shit. Uh-huh. The I Dreamcast would, yeah. also had like a microphone. Yeah. It was, the, it was super ahead of its time Four controller ports, just bringing back the N64. It was yep. just so ahead of its time. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, just want a port of Sonic Shuffle. That's all. Ha! Huh! But uh, that's <laughs> great. Oh, but, uh, we we were mentioning um, the, where are you right now? What console right now? What's next? He's had so, Dreamcast. So so yeah, I, I'm at Dreamcast. Like I said, I had that and the PS2 at around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at this point, I think I had, like in terms of like handhelds, I was all the way up to like Advance and SP. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't have a PlayStation Three until like two years after it launched, mm. just because that's right around when like. 
grandparents weren't buying uh, grandparents weren't buying me things anymore, and I wasn't an adult yet that had mm-hmm. money. So I was in that period where I had to wait. Uh, no, so, no. but at that time, I had a decent PC. So I did a lot of PC gaming in that time. Mm-hmm. That's right around when I was playing Counter Strike and Half Life, and you know uh, Quake, and that's like EverQuest. Get, playing that online got me into pursuing all these other online games. Right. Uh, and then it's yeah, a whole new world. Yeah. So then PS3, I didn't have until like I said, a month or uh, two years after. Its well, release. remember when I got a PS3 was around the PS4 <laughs> right. era. So like I got right. it way after. Um, uh, so I then, understand that. Yeah, and you know, uh, I mean, there are notable games on the PS3, but we've talked about them. Like mm-hmm. we, we we know about them. But uh, PS4 is where I got back into having consoles within their first year. Mm-hmm. Or their first, you know, year of production. Uh, and then the first time I bought a Nintendo console again at launch was the Switch. Yeah, yeah we yeah. all... Uh, so, Captain N, J- yep. uh, Villain, and I were all kind of in our own respective lines mm-hmm. for our pre-ordered Niswees. <laughs> and uh, we all got it for Breath of the Wild. Yep. I mean, I got... this. That was my first Zelda game. But these two went ham on it, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know life's breath ham. of the wild. I got Nobody into it. Nobody bought after. that shit for one two switch, bro. <laughs> I got mine from you, actually. Yeah, no, one two switch was kind of crap. By the way, I'd, I'd like to say to this day, I have yet to taste a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Yeah. Oh, that was a thing when it was. <laughs> yeah, oh my that? god! They were saying, "Don't eat the cartridges." We made them taste bad yeah, on purpose. So just those be- are the people responsible for spreading the coronavirus. That's correct. Oh, it is worth the mentioning too that something that might have. And I'm sorry, I'm going back and forth like this, mm-hmm. but something that might have added to why I didn't have a PS3 in so long also is because that's when the fire happened. Oh god. Mm. So and there was a lot recovering. of yeah. There was a lot of hurt there in terms of like. These were my video games. Not only that, that's a traumatic experience. Yeah, like, yeah no. How yeah, could yeah. you ever own anything again? You're yeah. like, no matter what it was. Oh, that it absolutely been changed stressful. how I how I perceive material objects. Is that uh, that event in my life? No, hundred um, percent. And that that's towards the end, right? Uh, yeah. And then like PS4, I had the Switch, and yeah, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I've had, uh, but I I didn't want to go too into this, but I've had pretty much every handheld that's ever been released except for the Vita. Mm, I never I bought Vita. a Vita. I, I Vita. wanted to. I just never got one. But I had the PSP. I've had every Nintendo console, or every Nintendo handheld. Well, Vita, or as I like to call it, well, the portable Resident Evil machine. I need to make a quick addendum to that. Right. I did not get a DS because a DS, it was yeah. way too uncomfortable for me. Yeah, you I needed did, to wait for the light. I didn't buy the DS until the XLs came out. Oh, you wanted a bigger one. I needed a bigger one. Ah, he likes a big one. I know I that. Loved, I, I know love that. it big. That struggle to yeah. in search of a bigger one when yeah. it's just too small when you it's first find so it. It's so small and it, it cramped my hands up. Right. No, I really did. Like, I, 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 there was no way for me to get comfortable using the stylus like that. I, yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. So I had the I big did, gray but one. Once yeah. the XLs, shut the fuck up, guys. I'm, I am, I am peppering in with things so we don't spend more time on my side of it. That's all. But uh, yeah, like it, it wasn't until they came out with the XLs, which was the DS. I right? No, it was the no, DS. No, it was XL. No, DSI is the one with the camera. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And but, they came out with DS there's, XL. There's DS, DXXL, DSI So it wasn't... Okay, that's right. They did have a DSXL. There's, yeah, I had the yeah. DSXL. And that's when I got into Nintendo handhelds again. So the only one I didn't own was the, the original DS mm. and the any of the little DSs I never owned. Right. I didn't own the original DS either. The big fucking great That clamshell. is the one I was saying where I played WarioWare on the right. one. Yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't own that one either. 
But uh, yeah, and then here I am now with, you know, I've got my Switch at home, my PS4 at home, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it's nice. And that is the history, and and, uh, and the rest is history, as they say? Yeah. There you are. Um, what do you got for me, the dude? I feel like I got to jump in with some things I remembered, so hopefully you <laughs> cover the some consoles I, I'm hoping for. So I started uh, kind of gaming about when I was five or six years old, so 94, 95, yeah. mm-hmm. I was born in 89. And the first thing I got, uh, like saw was the Super Nintendo. Mm. But you guys uh, mentioned your dads. I was, you know, I had a single mom. And my mom fucking went apeshit on NES. She bought the NES, quote unquote, for me. <laughs> but it was right, really right. for uh, her and my uncle. That's awesome. Who... Bro, I'm there like playing around as a little kid. I didn't have the patience for Mario or anything like that. She fucking loved Mario. All she did was play Mario till like 3 a.m. That's incredible. For like Mario 1, Mario 3. She hates Mario 2. Don't ever talk Nuh-uh. Mario 2 to her. She hates it. She doesn't like Doki Doki uh, Panic. No. It's a good game. Uh, so then I got into gaming really with the Super Nintendo. But mm. at the same time I had a Super Nintendo, I also had a Sega Genesis. But hey. I had the Super Nintendo first. But I wanted the competition. You wanted both. I wanted all the things. I was like, no I wanted all the things. Look, you and too. I saw, okay, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And I said, holy shit. Yes. That's so cool. And you had that great commercial. Sega does what Nintendo don't. And I was like, I want to be a <laughs> fucking cool kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and with the Super Nintendo, I had Super Mario World because you need Mario. I did not have a Nintendo ga- uh, Nintendo system without a Mario. By the way, game. since all of us own Genesis, because I just remembered a game that I should have mentioned. Did any of you guys play Vector Man? Yeah, Vector no. Man. Vector Man is one of the another amazing platformer. Sorry, go it's ahead. on the same level as Booger Man for me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we got Super Mario World, and I had this shitty. Uh, f- it was a Jurassic Park game. It was. It was licensed, but it really was a Doom ripoff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, you would go into first person into buildings, but outside it was like 16-bit over the camera, like hmm. over the character looking at the world and shit. Um, well, I don't know if you remember this, but there were a bunch of games that came out that were just mods of Doom that were licensed. Yeah. 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 Atlantis was one of those. There was even, uh, I think, Chex, like the cereal. Yeah, Had Czech like Chex Warrior or something that was just a Doom mod. It's just, it's just stupid the amount of things that we but paid Duke money Nukem. for that were essentially yeah. mods. Um, but yeah, I played that on the Super Nintendo and then on the Genesis. All I played was Sonic 2, and I tried really hard to beat it, and Aladdin. Aladdin was the game for me on Genesis. Wait, you tried to beat Sonic 2, but did you beat Aladdin? No. Because I was going to say, if you somehow beat Aladdin but couldn't beat Sonic 2, I would be actually no. impressed. No, no. I beat Aladdin. I couldn't beat Lion King. But, but all the Disney games are fucking hard. Like- uh, so after that, I got into this weird moment of my life where I was like nine at this point, And I had like a huge entertainment area in the living room. It was fucking great. My dad, for my birthday, I told him I wanted a PS1. He gets me PS1 games because he misunderstood. Yeah. So you had games and no console? Yeah, I had. Uh, here, here's here's how it was. Uh, oh. Because my, my biological father is a huge, huge comic book nerd, and he loves the Hulk. He got me an Incredible Hulk game. I don't know if you remember the beat-em-up one mm-hmm. for the PS1 and Tomb Raider because it was a girl with big tits on the cover. That was his words to How my it mother. sold most people, if yeah. I'm yeah, honest. That, oh. that, that was what... 
my dad told my mom, hey, I bought it for him, so he turns out right. Uh, really? Quote, unquote. Wow. Oh, God. Re- wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, the connotations on that. But hey, I Little guess does he know, like, him? dude, I'll fuck anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, look, quick, quick thing real quick about having the PlayStation console without the other things. Really quick. Um, I mentioned the good deal that Costco had with the GameCube. My PlayStation didn't have a memory card. Yeah, it must have sucked. So have fun playing Final Fantasy VII with leaving the console on yep. for days. So, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Uh, so I eventually got the PS1. I later got the N64 because my mother saw the commercial for Super Mario 64. Ah, and then nice. she said, Pregunta a tu, t- a tu abuelo. Ask your, ask your grandfather. Ask your grandfather. Because no, she my was a big fan. Oh, like to, get, to have no, him get she you an N64? <laughs> she wanted it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, don't you want it? And I'm like, I do want it. Super Mario 64, <laughs> it looks cool. And she's like, yeah. yeah. Why don't you go get it? Yeah. Well, ask your grandfather. So my grandfather <laughs> is this elderly Italian man. He's got two and a half languages down packed. He's got Italian and Spanish, very little English. He shows up with the N64 already with the Super Mario 64 in it. I was like, yes. So Mario himself <laughs> gave you the introduction to Mario 64. He does have the similar nose. Uh, love good, you, Nono. And he gives it to me. That that day was really great. But it, it also gave me a little bit of trauma because I failed miserably third grade math. My mom was like, you go over there and you do your math homework out in the porch. You know, I'm doing my times tables. What do I see in the living room? Her beating the shit out of Bowser and getting blisters hey. for it because uh, you remember the thumbstick? Oh, yeah. The hey, thumbstick of the 64 there was There are four fucking- save slots there. <laughs> she has. She is perfectly fine to take one of those other ones. <laughs> but she, Nothing wrong. But whatever. But the PS1 was my baby. The 64 was hers. The PS1, I fell in love with that yeah, fucker. Man. I had the DualShock controller because I didn't even know the original mm. one had no sticks. The analog. I love that fucking controller. It was so... And uh, the first game I got on the PS1, aside from those two, I went to a video store. I've told this story before. I see Resident Evil 2, Por Niños, Por Niñas. Yeah, for boys, for girls. Because it's Leon and Claire. But yeah. they didn't know what they had. Wow. So I got the So I'm ten years old, nine years old, and I'm like, I'm a boy, and I get Resident Evil 2. And that's how it starts my Resident Evil obsession. I played Resident Evil 2 akin to Bone King, but on different consoles. Right. Which yeah. is funny to me right Wait, now. Wait, it's actually extra funny because you rented Leon, but like you rented half of Resident Evil 2. But I didn't know that. No, I know, but I think it's funny that the store was totally fine. Wait, what do you mean you rented half? Because he was saying there were two shelves, one for boys, one for girls. Right. Claire and Leon were on separate shelves. Yeah, they were separate discs to rent. They thought because since Claire was the female protagonist, it was four females, which is, yeah, that's dumb on its own. But the fact that It was a mom and pop video store. But they were willing to sell half the game. That's so fucking funny. They sold him half, well, they rented him half the game. You yeah. know where I rented most of my videos from at the, uh, most of my video games from at the time? West Coast. No. Video connection? Do you remember the the video store that was next to Super Pizzeria? No. Oh, well there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well there was Go a ahead. ton of mom and Mine pop was ones next back to then. Rico Bakery on H. Oh yeah. Anyway, Hollywood Star Video or whatever. So, when I got the PS2, I pl- I rented it so much that my mom ended up buying it for me. And then Toys R Us one Christmas, I my cousin, who's older than I am, like two years older, he's like, 
Metal Gear Solid is such a great game, dude. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? And I'm seeing him fight Vulcan Raven. I'm like, I want this. <laughs> I want this fucking game. Can I get that Gatling gun? Hmm. And I didn't. But uh, I get to Toys R Us, and they show it to me. And the, the Toys R Us employees being, you know, a little snarky. Ma'am, this is an M-rated game. As you can see, this is for adults. And I'm like, I'm an adult. Does <laughs> he have this? And my mom's like, it's fine. He watches Goodfellas and Godfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's fine. He's fine. I played the fucking bones off that game. Then, By the way, this is also even. the same time. Do you remember when cheat codes were a little crazy online and there was like cheat codes for things that weren't actually possible in the game? Oh, oh, when they're not cheat codes, they were some stupid shit someone would post to get right, you to do like stuff. Like on Game Facts or right. Game Winners or shit. Because one of them was how to get Vulcan Raven's Gatlin gun. And I tried for like three hours, okay? <laughs> I will still not get Mine over the Mine fucking... was the invincibility cheat in Resident Evil to like combine oh, the yeah. herbs in a certain way yep. to give you perma health for the rest of the game. Uh, I, I, mine is that way doesn't exist. Mine is way later really quick. Silent Hill 2 had one that people were really talking about. There was the Maria pole dance. Mm. And pe they used to be like, oh, you have to have a clear save from Born from a Wish. You have to get every ending, collect this thing, talk to Maria. This It's so bullshit. It's not even real. The classic is, of course, uh, Bill's Secret Garden in the Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. Or L is real. Right. From Mario 64 with Luigi being yep. in it. Wow, there's a ton of these. This yeah. is an episode in its own. <laughs> um, so where was I? I was on PS1, mm -hmm. got Metal Gear Solid. At that point, uh, I think a year or two years after, PS2 is coming out. My dad, now realizing his mistake of buying me a game, uh, games with no system, comes with me to the E... e no. What was it? E. It wasn't GameStop. It was EB Games. EB Games. Yeah. At Bayside. Yeah. Gives me the PS2, Max Payne, and Metal Ooh. Gear Solid 2, and nice. a yellow memory card. I lost my shit because I was like, these are the greatest games I have ever played <laughs> in yeah. my life. Yeah. I did skip Final Fantasy VII for the PS1 because at this point, I played it on a PS2. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I got to that was because. I had really weird bullies at school. So this guy's older brother was like, I bet my brother can beat Final Fantasy VII before you can. And I'm like, let's go. Um, I wish bullies at yeah, my school right? were like this. Right? It was weird. Like in high <laughs> I bet you can't beat that level. Mine was just, I'll kick you in the face if you have your... Mine's yeah, like, I mean, it totally Mike, makes... It. You know, that whole thing totally makes up for the fact that they beat the shit out of me. But whatever, it was really fun. Uh, Mine just called me derogatory terms for homosexual. <laughs> Mine did too, and it's, he didn't know they were going to be true. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I may have gotten a concussion when my head. Oh, okay. Man. Anyway, so uh, the PS2, loved it. God of War, Let's Grand Theft Auto 3. Let's do episodes on our bullies. Oh, God. <laughs> That's um, an episode. Since you brought up PS2, the games that I forgot to mention Kingdom Hearts, Final <laughs> Fantasy, Fatal Frame, Devil May Cry, continue. There you go. I also got Devil May Cry, Onimusha, just the whole oh, roster. If they had Capcom on the box. Odds are I was going to buy it mm, mm. because at that point I was just associating publishers yeah. with their games. Also, then I was uh, EA had the, some of the greatest sports franchises, NBA Street. And you then remember you when you used to get excited about an EA logo? Yeah, I was super happy. <laughs> I don't EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go. I never and had a game that EA was like that for me, except for maybe The Sims. And that's it. Didn't EA um, publish Knights of the Old Republic? Didn't play that one growing up. Oh. No, that was just Bio. Yes, oh. they did. No, they did publish it. Yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. So at this point, when I have the PS2, I then also got the GameCube because Resident Evil. If yeah, it, right. I needed Resident Evil all of them. <laughs> for you. It's smashed to buy something. Right. For me, if Resident Evil's on it, I have to have it. So PS2, I had Outbreak. I had um, actually, that's, oh, Silent Hill 2 and Silent Hill 3. See, that's but then why. The, yeah. But then GameCube, I went and bought it for Resident Evil 1 Remake. That mm-hmm. was it. That was it. Then, oh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes Remake with the gameplay of 2? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Resident Evil 0? <laughs> also, uh, just... Rebel Strike, which is the forgotten little brother of fucking Rogue Squadron, mm-hmm. which were really good fucking games. LucasArts had really fucking good games. Oh, yeah. I then also had the Xbox. I'm trying to speed this up, but I had a lot. No one said uh, anything? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying sorry to the person listening. Oh. <laughs> uh, not to you guys. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, I That's then right. bought somebody's Xbox for like $50, and I played Kotar. And Halo. Nice no, I know. I just think it's funny. I sold my Xbox and you bought an Xbox off yeah. someone. <laughs> yeah. So and what's funny is the same person I bought the Xbox from showed me, oh, there's this other game if you want it. It's like yours for 10 bucks. I'm like, what is it? Oh, it's Parasite Eve. And I'm like, oh. I didn't hear anything about it, but my dumb ass at like 14 was like, Parasite Eve, Resident Evil. It's probably like a ripoff. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Little did I know, it's a fucking amazing game on its, its own. It's so good. And then I just went ham on it. Uh, mm. But the Xbox, I really only played it for those things. And then eventually it fucking died, Aww. as most consoles do when they're just dirty as fuck and you don't clean it because you don't know any better. Okay. And then, <laughs> then with that seventh generation, the PS3, the 360, I completely reversed course. I was a Sony fanboy through and through. I bought an Xbox 360 because it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. And this was the one that I was buying with my own money. I said, I don't need online. Fuck online. I just want to play it for the story games. So Grand Theft Auto 4 and shit like that. Then the system fucking fell because when you have dogs and cats, sometimes they'll run. And if you have it standing and it doesn't have a good position, it'll fe- fall. So find a good position for your consoles. Out right. There. Lane is always best, in my opinion. Yes. When Particularly when you have animals. And my you disc- can be adventurous with standing, but you know. It takes a lot of skill. And my disc completely fucked up. And apparently that was a common mistake with with 360s. And at that point, I had made enough money. And Metal Gear Solid 4 had come out on the PS3. And I said, fuck it. Time to go back home, baby. I'm home, Snake. And I went and bought the Metal Gear Solid 4 with the PS3 that had the PS2 emulator, the Fat 3. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is it. I'm set. And I fell in love with that fucking system, played the bones off of it. It eventually overheated and fucking died. Then I got... It sucks, by the way, that that's the console that pretty much marked the end of true backwards compatibility was the PS3 fat. Really? I'd, I'd say so, because like even the with Xbox... PS5 is to- toting it as a big feature now. But it's not, though. It's not the same as, PS- mm. as, the, P- as the PS3 fat. Because the PS3 fat, you could put any PlayStation 2 game in mm. and it would work. The way P- and PS One, no, yeah, 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 any PlayStation game in and it would work. That's not the case with newer consoles, right? Which I get why, but still, it's frustrating that that's kind of where it died. Because even though Xbox, Xbox has great backwards compatibility, but the thing is, it's only for the games that they release backwards compatibility updates for. Sure, but if you're a Nintendo gamer, there is like no backwards compatibility Absolutely. ever, no. even from back then. No, there was the Wii 
the Wii was the last backwards compatibility because it could play GameCube games. Well, oh, I'm that's saying, true. That's right. Right, but what I'm saying is the 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 N six the oh god the N sixty four couldn't play SNES. The right. GameCube couldn't but play. But then N64. you look at the handhelds. The Game Boy Advance could play Game Boy Advance games and Game Boy and, Color and games. NES games too. The Game Boy Advance was great. The Game Boy Advance is pop- yes. The the they re released NES games. Oh well, yeah. For the Game Boy Advance, the same, that, okay, yeah. but it, it plays it essentially. Yes. Like it's 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 not the same cartridge. You're right. Absolutely. Um, um, Game Boy Advance was great, by the way. Fire so, uh, around this time, I got a new three, a new PS3, which is still working to this day, my little baby. Then uh, I was working a lot. Then I had, I got the Vita f- before I got the four, because oh I didn't want to get the four just yet. Uh-huh. There wasn't enough games to make mm. me buy it. So you bought a Vita for two or three reasons. The the three reasons: Horn. Uncharted, Golden Abyss. Killzone Mercenary, uh, PS1 emulator. Porn. See that? Well, porn is a given. Don't worry. That was for the PSP back in the day, yes, even. Absolutely. But the Vita also was a PS1 emulator, so you could play all the classic yep. Resident Evil. I'm sure yeah, you had. Yeah, and too. I gave my PSP, my old one, to my girlfriend at the time, right? So she could keep, keep playing crap. Do you still have your Vita or no? Yeah, I. I highly recommend Persona 4: The Golden. Yes. I know. You've, you've, I'm glad you confirmed my suggestion. We've had this discussion many times. I've yet to play a Persona game. Yeah. So Speaking of a PS2 I, uh, series, is Persona. Good one. Um, so then I got a PS4. Uh, oh, I also then got a Switch with my own money. And now now I think that's it. That's, uh, that's about it. Unless we're counting uh, handhelds, but we're not going to do that this well, episode. What I, yeah, what I'm thinking is like now that we've gone through our full timelines, there was one question I wanted to ask because it was relevant to what's happening with the Xboxes and PlayStation. Yes. Did you ever have a console that when you bought it, broke? Nope. Now that you broke it or something else fell, and, and unfortunately that does count for the one story you're talking about, but like like a red ring of death kind of thing or like a power issue thing. Nope. Nope, never once happened to you. It has not happened to me. Damn, you're uh, lucky. Just, just my fat PS3, but that was probably just... I had that for two years, mm-hmm. and I was playing the fuck out of well, it. Well, it lasted its life cycle, yeah. for sure. No, like my PS4, the power supply died, and I couldn't get oh, it to stay alive. Like, I could turn it on, but it would fade out after a certain amount of time, and it wouldn't stay charged, so I had to send my PS4 in and get it repaired. Um, but, no, like, yeah. My PS3 fat, the only reason... Uh, that, I broke it. And then, just like you, I went and bought a Slim. And that Slim, to this day, I, I turn it on and it still works. Mm-hmm. My yeah. Slim fell during a drunken night of Guitar Hero karaoke. <laughs> and oh there's, like, there's like a chip and it's like slightly oh bent and yeah. shit. And she still works to this day. She still is a champ. She can't connect to the internet wirelessly, though, but she could still work. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, the 360, it's funny that you bring up Guitar Hero. The 360 was pretty durable, I felt. Like, you couldn't move it as it had a game in it because it would right. fuck up the disc, like you said. But, like, I played Guitar Hero, like, crazy on the 360, and it, it was staying on for, like, hours. The best 360 was the black one, the last... I had that the one. The last big one that came the out. Pro one yeah, the Pro yeah. Elite one? Yeah, the Pro Elite one. Some shitty... Edgelord name. They've had bad names for a while now. It's not yeah. new. Microsoft's head of marketing is really weird. Right. Um, also, Dead Rising was on the 360. I don't know if anyone got into that. I, I played it on PC first. Oh, way later. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it is on PC. You're right. You're I'm sorry. Right. I completely Because I've never out. owned an Xbox console. No, right. The right, year right. my mom got me the PS2, uh, Code Veronica got announced for the Dreamcast. It was a Dreamcast launch title. Yeah, yeah, it was. I needed 
the Dreamcast. Because, again, to go back to the whole, oh, there's Resident Evil on that system? I'm buying that system. Yep. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, all right, we'll see about Christmas. We'll see about Christmas. Eventually, Christmas comes. She shows up with the Dreamcast, the fucking Resident Evil Code Veronica, and Power Stone. Oh, Power Stone's a classic. That's such a fucking good fight. The game. the creators of Power Stone made another game, uh, and it's on Steam, and it's Crisis something, and it's actually really good too. So if you like that gameplay, the studio made another one. I don't know if I ever played Power Stone. It's a it's a brawler. It's wow. an arena brawler. Yeah, it's actually really fun. Interesting. Um, you, you probably really would like it. Hmm. It's got really nice fanciful art style. It's very see beautiful. my my history with fighting games started with Bloody Roar. Oh, Bloody Roar is fun. That that is but that is a furry maker. I'm sorry. Just oh, so yeah. you know. Yeah. Mine, that, oh, that it has is, definitely affected me in my life. Uh, Mine was an arcade cabinet of Mortal Kombat 2 at Yambo. Oh, well that's yeah, that's probably true too, but I'm not I'm not counting like arcade well, cabinets. Well, you had a Sega Genesis. So how did you not have Mortal Kombat? Uh, I didn't. Well, that was the biggest thing. It was awesome on the Sega Genesis. I didn't know it existed. At the, at yeah. the movie. I think at, the, at that time, my parents and grandparents were buying into the whole Mortal Kombat. It's hyper violent. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a big thing. But funnily enough, like you were saying, your mom lets you watch Goodfellas and stuff. My parents hated gaming. Uh-huh. Like, they thought it was a waste of time, but they thought it was cool that I guess I thought it was cool. Like, sure. They let me do whatever. But they didn't pay attention to the ratings. So I grew up, like, one of my first games ever was Sega Genesis, Sonic 3, and Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. So, like, I was deep in that blood and guts from the beginning. It never bothered me. Yep. Um, one other thing real quick. You talked about PC games early on. My first PC game was actually Age of Empires. Mm, That's good a shit, good one man. to start. 100%. My first PC game was on my uh, Italian uncle's side mm. at his house. It was Windows 98 Duke Nukem. Ah, uh, yeah. I could never get any of those games. No, but on the he PC. loved Duke. He was playing that shit all the That's time. Good. I didn't, That's good. I stuff. didn't know what how it worked, but WASD. Mm. I did. I just remember another PC game that I have to mention as part of my origins, uh-huh. and that was Mist. I tried Mist so many oh. times, but is I was that, too young. I couldn't the, figure the it out. The one where you're on an island. Yeah. Yes. My mom and I couldn't figure the fuck out of it's that game. It's a tough game. I didn't. I I didn't beat that game until like four years after I first got I it. I never went back, so it's I don't know. So good. But uh, yeah, no. So I feel like there are so many different ways we can go because I could keep talking about oh, other yeah. games we went into, but that, we'll leave that for future episodes. If anything, you got a nice brief overview on what consoles we have yeah. experience. Well, what's yours? <laughs> I just told you, man. No, what's your... Not <laughs> you. Not everything's about you, Bone King. Wow. All right. Why don't you go to the save room before you start opening I the will. Oh, maybe I should just keep God. a knife on me for the entire game, you why don't you? The question should. was oh, dedicated, yeah. was directed at you freaks out there listening. <laughs> Tell us about your console timelines. Yes, indeed. What did you start out with? Like, and what, what was the first you the console you fell in love with? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I didn't give PS2 enough credit, but I will definitely give more props to it in a future episode. We could probably I do a Freaky PS2. Five or an All-Stars PS2 games. Yeah. Ooh, we should do that. Yeah, actually, you know, I make more, more console-focused episodes. Why yeah. not? All right, sounds good. All right, everyone, sounds good. We will see you all later. Uh, try not to burn your consoles and uh, have fun, or keep waiting for it, because apparently a lot of people don't even and have it. And let us know about these lists, of course, at FanFreaks, at Wasteland Ramos, at Adrian MDOD at Bone King TV on Twitter, yes, and we also have a Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R- right. Make sure. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. F A N F R double E K S. Yeah, see, I actually like his double E K S. It's actually way smarter than E E K S. In any case, um, see you guys next time. Have fun waiting for your PS4s. Bye. PS5s. Fuck! It's gonna happen for the rest of 2020. I'm telling you, it won't end. <laughs>